Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Have I told you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcast, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Sounds like a My Little Pony character, but that's not a bad thing. Okay, Rob, let's uh let's get this started so we can like give some context <laughs> to what we're doing. Come on, Bob. Right. So if you're super confused, Everybody that's intentional. Uh, all of us are drunk, including me. Um, and <laughs> where are we going? Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> all right, guys. Let Rob introduce this. No, okay, I'm, I'm listening please. to Rob. Shh. All right. This is my Hot. Rob listening face. <laughs> it's not a happy face. All right, Fuck hi, y'all. you, Rob. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. This is already off to a great start. This is our, our D&D drunk cast. Um, we're taking a week off from our normal adventures at Full Moon at Dawn. Um, and instead, so we have uh, created a team, which is going to be uh, set five years in the past of the guild. Um, so we have a bunch of drunk adventurers. Um, maybe you guys should introduce yourselves. 
Well, before before we start that, I um, just to give like a little context, we're going to be missing next week's episode because one of us is going to be gone. So we're doing a special uh, two to three-ish hour episode for you guys so you guys can be sustained while we take a week off. <laughs> and so we can... Uh, be a little bit more creative with uh, a new set of a new a new set of characters, and I'm playing a character this time, and Rob is actually DMing, so it's gonna what? be a super fun what? time. It's super like crazy. Guild Fellows Guild Fellows spinoff. <laughs> We're all a little bit tipsy, some of us more than others, I think. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> that sounded direct. Yeah, the, the hey, maybe the I'm the Amelia one that's more drunk, so. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we're we're having a special week this week. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoy it, and uh, I'm gonna let Rob take the reins. So uh, we we're introducing our Jesus characters. Yes. Yeah. Wheel. So before I launch into the actual campaign, so uh, a couple housekeeping things. This is a, a more it is a more consistent contained narrative than what we do normally. So like this story should begin and end in one episode. It's uh, going to be a one shot. Yeah. Which means it's going to be a little bit longer. Um, hopefully our, our drunk cast members, including myself will, will last the night. Um, and, and not like, you know, we just won't pass out like at hour, like one and a half or whatever. Hey, turn um, your phone notifications off. Whoever that was. Yeah, the laptop. Geez. That was the laptop. And, okay. Well, turn it off. It wasn't I don't care, me. I don't I don't care who it was. Man. I don't care if you started it. I'm going to end it. Editing this is going to be an amazing time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm in for a great time. Um, okay, so I'm the DM. Hey, it's Robert Steer, it's a.k.a. Rob Steer. Juilliard Woken, um, out here doing the DM thing. I've only done this uh, zero times before, so I'm sure it'll go flawlessly. Um, and I'm doing it drunk, so that's going to be also fun. Oh, um, hell yeah. So from uh, my perspective, left to right, starting with Brennan, what are your character names? So I got... Brennan, uh, get up on the mic! Oh, hey, hold up. I got, We're all in the same room again for this look, episode. Hannah I drove Mullen. down to Tulsa special for this. So yeah, I'm gonna Hannah Mullen. <laughs> let me Hannah. Hannah Mullen. Let me introduce my caricature. Thank you. Then do it next uh, to the no, mic. Hold up. Would you just I need you to stop talking first. This is Gargle uh wine keg. Gargle <laughs> wine keg is so dumb. He's a level eight paladin. He hails from uh I don't know, I'll think of a backstory later. To you, Amelia. Also, Amelia is the best person ever. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sorry, Hannah Mullen. I, I love you, too. My spot has been taken. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I love how you didn't tell anything about your paladin. You just say he was a paladin. Okay. Oh, he, he's also lying about being Oath of Devotion. He's actually a horrible human being. He just lies about being a paladin. Okay. To you, Amelia. Um, okay, so I am a human rogue named Ella. Looks a little bit like Anne Hathaway if you're trying to picture it. So basically, um, long story short, had a family, mother died when she was young, father remarried to a wicked bitch who had two kids who were kind of beautiful, but they were also mean. They were sisters, stepsisters. We'll call them ugly stepsisters just for the hell of it. <laughs> so Ella's living her life. But... She was at birth, given a blessing by a fairy with a gift of obedience. So she has to do what everyone tells her to do. This may or may not be based off of Ella Enchanted. It is. It is. It is definitely. Literally just it's literally just Ella from Ella Enchanted. But (laughs) I haven't seen the movie in a few years. I just really like Anne Hathaway. So like (laughs) if I do something wrong, that's that's on me. That's my bad. But um uh, yeah, so that's her, and 
She's just trying to go find Lucinda, which is the fairy that cursed her, if you remember. I read the Wikipedia summary just to brush up on a few things. <laughs> read up on the lore of just Ellen Chandler. <laughs> oh, lore? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I am Ella from Ella Enchanted, and I'm a rogue who assassinates people because someone told me to assassinate someone once, and I was like, well, I guess this is just what I do now. But this is like, okay, so if you're trying to put this in, if you've seen Ella Enchanted or you're a big fan, this is before I meet the prince, or before I like go and marry the prince, so I haven't tried to kill the prince yet. Spoilers right. alert. The movie came out in like 2004, <laughs> though, so maybe get over yourself. Uh, Amelia is basically playing a, a filler episode of the character Ella from Enchanted where she goes off and do something random but not plot related um, so episode. yeah uh, hopefully she doesn't die because if she does that'll ruin the movie sorry but, I have plot armor uh, it's debatable okay Roll Hannah Mullen plot armor it's an 11 <laughs> wait are you done Amelia yes please please go Han okay so I made a cool character because I haven't made a character in a long time that I'm like actually playing just myself. Um, her name is Isla. She is a uh, an Asimar druid with the background folk hero. And I'm going to be totally honest, I haven't spent a lot of time coming up with her backstory, but uh, folk hero basically means she's the hero of her village, which she... Uh, <laughs> your popping is distracting me. <laughs> Amelia's popping her lips and it's funny. Um <laughs> She uh, is the hero of her village. Um, basically, her main goal is to uh, find more Azamar because uh, where she hails from, she hasn't met any of them, and she's heard that like Azamar have, you know, an instant connection whenever they meet each other. So she wants to feel that with another Azamar, and so she kind of joined the guild so she could like adventure more and meet more people. And uh, she has plus six in animal handling and rustic hospitality, and uh, she's chaotic good. Um, the way she looks is super important because she's super hot. Um, <laughs> it's really important that she's just banging. She's, she, like, super hot. <laughs> no, yeah, she absolutely is. She has uh, gold skin with uh, platinum silver hair with a feather in it because some Asmar have feathers in their hair. She's tall, um, she's 30 years old, which is like almost midlife for Asimar, and she's tall and muscly and hot. And uh, yeah, that's it. So that's that's my character, Fantastic. Isla the Asimar. Fantastic, okay. Uh, fantastic. I, oh wait, I'd like to say, as a caveat, I really respect Hannah because all of my D&D characters I've ever made are always smoking. <laughs> <laughs> As long as they're smoking, you know they're good characters. Okay. I honestly don't know how attractive. I don't know how attractive Gargle is. Should I just roll for that and add charisma? Yes, that's a fucking okay. great idea. Right, roll sure. for attractiveness. All right, hold um, up. We're gonna put this whole campaign on hold so I can roll for attractiveness for my character. All right. Okay. All right. I need silence from the peanut gallery. Okay. I'm missing one of my. So dice. silence from the peanut gallery, bitch. We are starting our campaign. This is. The the story of Team Twilight Moon in the Guild. Okay. So, like the Guild of the let me set the scene. The librarian of the Guild, Lily, stumbles upon a book in the library at the same current time that uh, our other team, Team Full Moon at Dawn, is at the Guild. And it is titled The Legend of Twilight Moon. <gasps> 
Is this going to be a frame story? It is going to be a frame okay. story. Yay! I love the Princess so, Bride. I love the Princess You incorporated bride. my characters, and I feel great about <laughs> this that. This is going to be great. So, Lily is locked up in the library reading the story, and the story is going to involve is going to unfold in the book as we tell it. Hell okay. yeah. So, like, Shrek style at the beginning when they do, like, the little animatic with the book. <laughs> yeah, except for less Smash Mouth, hopefully. <laughs> hey More now. Smash Mouth. Hey, now. <laughs> okay. Um, you're an all-star. Um, okay. <laughs> So, Team Twilight Moon wakes up in their quarters to the sound of a huge, loud horn blowing from all around the guild. The alarm has been sounded, and outside their small room, they could hear the distant sounds of fighting and shouting. What happens? Uh Can you make a sound for what the horn sounds like? (laughs) If it sounds like that, I'm quitting this campaign right now. Um, I can't make good horn sounds with my mouth, but imagine it's like a guy who's pretty horny, honestly. Imagine it's like the horn of Gondor that um Boromir blows when he's getting attacked by. Honestly, I would love to hear you doing impersonation of Boromir blows, please. You want me to do a impersonation? Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, how do I even make a horn sound? I have to get this in one. Hey, that was pretty good. So the horn is blowing. Horn's blowing. All right. The three adventurers whose names are Gargle Winekeg. Hey, sh- sh- story. Yes. Ella, the rogue, and Isla, the druid, wake up in their room in the guild. What do you guys do? Well, there's there's sounds of people fighting outside, right? Um, or, or just sounds of people there's outside. There's a horn, and we're waking up. Yep. Like It's like taps. Like, like taps? Excuse me? Like, oh, so th- are you not familiar with taps? I think <laughs> Reveille played in the morning, like. Burr, 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 okay, burr, burr, burr. it is it is an alarm horn. Yeah, from it's a, an from alarm a lo- horn. It's yeah. not a wake up horn. Okay, okay. So we run outside, right? We get up out of bed and we're trying okay, to figure yeah. out what the fuck's going on. Isla yeah. snaps awake. She's a light sleeper and she jumps up from her top bunk because she gets the top bunk on the on the bunk bed and she says, "Guys, let's go. What the heck's happening? Let's go check it out." Yeah, let's go check it out. Okay, we go and run to check it out. Okay. <laughs> So you exit your room. Okay, so when you open your door, the team sees several guild members, a dwarf, a half-elf, and a human running down the hallway towards the stairs that lead to the common room. What do you guys do? Let's go to the common room. Yeah, let's follow him. So you follow them? Okay. Yeah, dude. Do we know who these people are? They are guild members that you're familiar with but necessarily have not been introduced to. Okay. Do you just follow them or do you communicate or do you, what do you do? You just follow them? I just, I follow them. All right. It's I say, hey guys, do you know what's going on? Okay. Um, so, if the team communicates with them, um, so what you guys do, the dwarf leans back uh, over his shoulder as he's running and says, Find Captain Luciano. He'll tell you more. That's a do I know who the fuck name. that is? Luciano. Yeah. Is it like Lucky Luciano? <laughs> do I know he had to do it to him? Did he do it? <laughs> oh my God, that's what the alarms are for. He it's a mob boss. He has to do it it's to him. It's a mob boss. Um, you're very sleep deprived, but you remember failing your mind that Captain Luciano is a higher up in the guild and that it might be a good idea to try to find him. Okay, so okay, let's where, try and find him. Do we know where he would be? Like, Do is I that roll something for that finding? we know? You can't roll for finding. Because I rolled a nat one for finding. You rolled a nat one for finding? That well, piece you... of human garbage. Hey, be nice. Well, Ella does not have any sort of precognition as to where Luciano is. Wait, so. can I like roll history to see if I know... <laughs> or what I just know is this just something we would know like where where he was would his office? Like, yeah his go, office or his quarters or whatever go ahead and just roll a d20 and I'll tell you if you remember it 
That's a seven, my dude. That's a seven. All right. You remember that he has something to do with the guards, but you you don't remember the specifics of what his rank is. Okay. All right. What did okay. you roll for that? Seven. Uh, he just, she just rolled a, a fighting check. Uh, what, what, I mean, what skill? Oh, I mean, he just told me to roll. Just dice. I mean, it's not, it wouldn't be like history. It's just basically like you're, you guys like just woke up, so you're like groggy. So yeah, you wouldn't necessarily recall immediately like, oh, okay. like Luciano is this person. Okay, yeah. So we're running. We're trying to run toward where other people are running. Maybe if there's some sort of gathering area. Okay. So yeah. do you do you follow the guild members that just ran past you? Totally. Yeah, because I feel like if they're running somewhere that he, he would be where... They are, probably. Okay, so you follow the rest of the guild members, the three that uh, preceded you, and you find yourself in the dining hall. Uh, as you pass through the other rooms, though, you notice that the furniture's been turned over, that there's been screaming outside and sounds of fighting from distant places through, uh, beyond the walls of the guild. So, you come into the dining hall, and you notice that Captain Luciano is standing on a table with his rapier in one hand and a small crossbow in the other. Oh, man. We found him. (laughs) We found him. We got him. He's wearing half-plate armor with a noticeable chunk sliced apart. The captain is wounded from the top top of his left shoulder, the one holding the crossbow, to his sternum, approximately where his heart will be. This is so chaotic. Mm -hmm. I love it. I know. Uh, I figure if we're going to be drunk, it might as well be crazy, right? Yeah. Um... The wound is dressed with some rough bandages, but it was stained red, and his royal blue armor is stained the same. His blonde hair was dirty and must from battle. The rapier is bloodied. Okay, so you guys are in the dining hall with a bunch of other guild members. Lucio begins talking once the doors behind you close and the guild members stop talking. Um, And he says this. Good morning, runts. In case you haven't noticed, there's been an assault on our guild. As far as we understand, a group of thieving fucking cultists who call themselves the Hands of the Mad God somehow infiltrated our defenses and stole a very powerful, very dangerous magical object that was kept in secret in a vault below the guild. We don't know how, but they are here, and they are dangerous, and goddammit, they cannot keep that object. What object? What? These are your orders. Team Devout Keepers, you're going to be medical assistants to the wounded guild members outside of our walls. Team Harry Knights, you're going to reinforce the guards in combat at the east of the guild. <laughs> Team Darken Forces, you're going to scour the ground to find an entry point. Find out how these occult bootlickers got here. Bootlickers. <laughs> bootlickers. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> and Team Twilight Moon, you're going That's to us. be with me. Yes! Hell yeah, because we're his favorite, right? <laughs> the rest of you junior guild members, you will assist the town folk and perform triage as best as you can. Okay. So the crowd floods out, leaving only the party in Luciano. Hell yeah. He we're, steps- we're the favorite. We're the bros. Yeah, did we, like, we suck shit. up hardcore? We've seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is you all like, are level eight, so you guys are our league veterans here. Yeah, I have um, the haunted one background, so I've literally seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No matter who Amelia plays, they always have a thousand yard stare. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's edgy. So, when Luciano and team Twilight Moon are alone, he says this. Before I was wounded, I chased the co-leader and a group of his minions west. He, we did battle at the edge of town, but I was alone and outnumbered, so I was wounded. We can still track them if we hurry. Each of you take one of these. And he hands the whole party one health potion per person. Hey, okay, so I can add that to my character sheet. I will need that. Um, The original owners didn't get a chance to use them. (laughs) Manage equipment. Is it because they died? I'm sure they just took the week off. (laughs) 
Wait, where do I add that? I'm I'm using an online character sheet, which I've never okay. done. Oh, add inventory. All right, so each have a health potion. Fantastic. Okay, so as uh, Luciano descends from this table, he leaps down somewhat gracefully, although when he lands, he stumbles a little bit and clutches his wound and starts coughing up a vague blood substance. It's kind of red, kind of green, but it's not good, whatever it is. Wait, what kind of, what, like, race is Luciano? Luciano is a half-elf. Okay. Uh, that makes and sense. And he's coughing up green shit? He's coughing up red and green blood. That's not great. It's not great. I will agree with you there. Sorry, where did we go? Where are we now? Okay, you're still, in the, you're still in the dining hall. You've okay. just had your conversation with Luciano. He's telling you that the cult uh, leaders and his cronies have headed west. What do you do now? Uh, Head west. Uh, yeah, we ask him if... I ask him, hey, are, are you okay to do this? Do you, like, need to sit down? Do you need medical help? Because uh, I think we can probably... We can maybe handle this on our own. <laughs> My own team's elsewhere. I need you three to help me retrieve this thing. Oh. Truth be told, I can't directly tell you what the object was. It's one of our most hidden and secret objects, uh, but uh, it's very powerful. Well, a counterpoint, how how do we know like to get how do we know what to take back if we don't know what it is? Yeah, can you tell us what it looks like? If like we don't know what we're looking for. This is going to be really hard. Maybe like a color or something. I could get in real trouble for, t- for telling you this, but I am trusting you with my life. My own combat abilities are somewhat disposed at the moment, but uh, I haven't seen this thing directly, mind you, but I've been told it looks like a rough head figure with a bunch of tentacles coming off of it, and it's made of stone. So like a Thulu sort of thing. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, so We're looking Lovecraft. for a stone Cthulhu. I don't know this Mr. Lovecraft, but it would be something similar. It's a pop culture reference. Don't worry about it. It's better that you don't. He was really racist. I I also heard that. I heard all of his villains were people that weren't white. Oh, yikes. All right. People in the 20th century were like, oh, this dude's racist. And like everyone was racist back then. So So that's how racist he was. If you're grading on a curb, you still failed. Is how racist this guy is. He also felt really weird about intercourse and couldn't have sex because he thought sex was weird. Hey, y'all That's sharing the mic? That's a fucking wild thing to say in the middle of a battle, but okay. <laughs> um, like, H.P. Lovecraft wrote some cool stuff, but he was a horrible person is what we're getting at. Uh, you need to talk into like the front part, not the side part, because the side part's not going to pick it up. I didn't know that's how mics worked. Yep, they do. That's Me. How, that's how they do. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So what would you guys like to do? You now have your orders to head west with Luciano. He's very injured and limited and so like he, of limited usefulness. So he is coming with us. Yes. He's going to go through the whole nine yards. So, okay, so is he the bad guy? Even if he was, why would I tell you that right now? <laughs> Can I roll insight to see if he's a bad guy? That's not how hey, insight that's gonna works. Ruin it. Wait, does anyone have like healing Sure, sure, roll magic? insight. I get, I get. Roll insight. Um, Only Amelia, though. All right. It's a non-natural 20. It's a non-natural 20. Okay. Memories, uh, so your sleeping estate kind of devolves, and you remember that Captain Luciano is the captain of the guard here at the guild and is widely renowned as one of the most respected and like trustworthy guild members there is. Okay, so right, it seems cool. legit. So, yeah, he's he's cool. This won't backfire on us at all. Let's <laughs> go west. Wait, does anyone have any like healing spells? I uh, got a lot of healing spells. Paladins usually do. Okay, yeah. I let's, stab let's shit. Him. I don't know magic. Yeah, let's let's heal. I don't have any healing spells, so relax. I can heal all you guys for like up to forty HP instantaneously. Damn, that's most of my HP. But no no no, I'm talking about like him to because he's obviously injured. So do we, 
You want to heal him? Uh, yeah, I got um, I got cure wounds. Would that help, DM, I'm, sir? I'm sure it would. Um, it would help, but it won't heal him entirely. Go ahead and go for it. All right, it. so, shoot, that's a first level spell. Let me check how many spells. I got four spell slots. Why not? Actually, I'm going to do cure wounds and heal him. I heal him for, like, can I, can I roll perception to see how much HP he's down? Uh, like see how, sure. What are his stats? Okay, that's a seven plus one, so eight. Can I tell how, how he's looking? Uh, you can tell he's pretty badly damaged, but you're not totally certain of the entirety of the wound. It could be Just like. Just do it, dude. All right, I'm going to cure wounds, which is one eight uh, D8 plus my spellcasting modifier. So let me one sec. Roll an eight, roll an eight, roll an eight. So that's uh, eight HP. Okay. Are you jeweling? Are you drunk? No, <laughs> man. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> okay. That heals him a little bit, but he's still really not at 100%. Can he walk? He can walk. Can he run? Uh, if he really tries, he can definitely can run. He he can he? He can keep pace with you guys. He may just be a That's all bit I more. care about. Let's move. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Let's just go west. Yeah, let's go west. We're going west. We're heading west. Okay, so as you head west, so you, end, you exit the guild and you see fighting in some uh, dead bodies of cultists wearing some purple, dark purple robes that are dead in the streets. You also see some of your fellow guild members who are also wounded and being triaged by some of the other teams that were assigned earlier by Captain Luciano. Oh, I don't want anyone to be hurt. Well, this is a People siege. People are hurt. War is hell. There are stakes in this episode, y'all. <laughs> okay. You should kill off this all the NPCs world. that we introduced just to, like, later... You know, five years later, just introduce <laughs> some discontinuity. <laughs> Vicky and Ricky are dead. No, they're alive. <laughs> um, for all you guys know, Vicky and Ricky are fighting valiantly somewhere in the city. They're protecting the guild because they're guards. They're too. protecting <laughs> Clumpton, actually. <laughs> okay, so you get to the edge of town and you see a young woman who is being accosted by two guild, or not two guild members, two occultists. With huge swords, they are dragging her away to some dark alley. I, I go up. I want to go stab those bitches. <laughs> yeah, I'm running up too. I'm uh, I'm gonna cast something. <laughs> I um, just gonna stab them. All right, you probably do that before I get to do my thing. Okay, you see them. They're like, uh, let's say that they're thirty feet away from when you see them. Okay, I'd like to use a bonus action dash, and then I'd like to fucking stab them <laughs> with my main action. Because <laughs> okay. I can move. I can move 40 feet. I have plus 10 feet for movement. Wait, do we need to like roll initiative to do this stuff? Um, let's see. You're probably you're not going to be in stealth because they notice you. It's a chaos of battle. You're not like hiding or anything if you just yeah. ran up the corridor. So let's say, yeah, roll initiative. All right. Right. Because I also want to attack. Oh, I got a non-natural 20. I have a 15. I got five. I've got really, really low dex. Okay. Ah. Drunk rolling is not super successful. Oh, where'd that dice go? There it is. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Gargle, what was your initiative? Five. Five? Okay. I forget that. I, you know, before I made Dex my dump stat, I forgot that Dex inflicts uh, initiative. <laughs> All right. Ella, what's yours? Fifteen. Okay. 
and Hannah. I forgot what your character's name is already. Um, Isla. Isla. What's your What's your deck? Or it's not your decks. Your <laughs> my initiative, initiative. is non natural twenty, so okay. it was eighteen plus two. Eighteen plus two. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Isla, you go first. Okay. I'm gonna use flame blade on one of the guys. Um, so when you cast a spell using a spell slot of uh, fourth level or higher, no, I'm doing it second level. You can use your action to make a melee spell attack with the fiery blade on a hit. The target takes 3d6 fire damage. So yeah, I'm gonna do flame blade and hit him. Okay. Keep on. There is a civilian in between them. So this is, does this have an area of effect damage, or is this just a, no? It it's like a melee makes attack. A, yeah, attack. it makes like Fantastic. a a fiery scimitar like blade in my hand. Do you want two d six? Uh, sure. The next d six. Um. So yeah. So the the casting is my bonus action. So um, and then I'm gonna hit him. So um, I guess I'm rolling to hit at this point. That is, do I add to that? You add is your that spell strength? attack bonus? Well, it's a melee attack. It's a melee spell attack. So you would add your spell attack bonus, which is your wisdom modifier plus I don't something else. I think it's uh, your proficiency, right? So wisdom plus proficiency plus what I rolled? Yeah. So that is Close a enough. 15. 15. Okay, that hits. All right, cool. Nice. Um... So I do 3d6 of fire damage. Ah, fuck. Fuck. Keep it on the table. Okay, so that is 12. 12 damage. All right. So you do 12 damage. Um, yeah. That, uh, that definitely hurts him, that he didn't like that at all. Um, so you do fire damage, he's burned a little bit, but his robes have some sort of weird magical property that keeps him from catching on fire completely, but he is scalded, and he is very pissed. So he, uh, he drops the girl that he's trying to carry away, uh, the other cultist draws his sword as well, and drops the girl as well. Um, and then the next up is, uh, the cultist. Okay, so cult's number one, the same one that you hit. He uh, dashes towards Hannah, since you're the one that... Uh, Isla. Isla, you're right. Um, that attacked him. And let's see. He will try to slash you with his sword. So Gross. <laughs> and he rolls a non-natural 20. <laughs> well, yeah, that hits me. Okay. Nice. And then he'll roll 2d6 of slashing damage. <laughs> if I can have another 6, there we go. And he hits you for 13 damage. Uh, yikes. All right. Uh, cool. Okay. I'm still good. Are you okay? After that, it <laughs> is... I inhaled and I was trying to take another sip. <laughs> oh, no. I'm okay. I'm just coughing. After that, it is Ella. It is your turn. Okay, so the cultist... There's two cultists, right? Yes. The one that hasn't gone yet, I will attack with my... <laughs> Short sword. Okay. And since he hasn't gone and I'm an assassin, I get advantage. That is a 21. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That Hell yeah. definitely hits. The uh, the uh, other cult is so enamored with uh, um, 
was Isla's uh, attack and the other cultists and the fire that ensued, is totally unaware of Ella as she comes up and attacks it with a short sword. How much damage, damage does it do? Well, since I have advantage, I can roll my sneak attack dice. So that is a total of 5d6. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, wow. You mean cheese and rice? Um, that's 4, 10. That's 19 damage total. 19. As Dang. I stab him in the side with my short sword. And um, as... A bonus action, I would like to disengage. Okay. And kind of use my movement, the rest of my movement to like move back a little bit. So I'm out of melee range. Okay. The melee range is about five feet for them. So I'll say that you're about 10 feet away. Coolio. Okay. Uh, next up is cultist number two. Well, I'll tell you what. He really didn't like you attacking him like that. So he's <laughs> going to go ahead and uh, dash in those 10 feet and hit you with his sword. Let's see if that rolls to hit. Oh, off the table. Let's see. That is a 13. Does that hit? That does not hit. And he misses spectacularly. So <laughs> wounded by the first strike against him, he totally has tunnel vision, is unable to hit you. So his sword plunges into the ground, but he recovers quickly and resumes a defensive stance. Now it is back to... <laughs> I keep checking your names because I'm not used to them. Um, <laughs> now we go back to Gargle Wine Keg. Yes! All right, is, I'm it, like... is it gar- Gargle? Like... Gargle. Gargle. Okay. Like what you would do with mouthwash. Okay, Gargle. Why? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. To be honest, gargle. I put Gandalf the Grey into an anagram maker, and they came out with Gargle something or other, and that's how that happened. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'm going to swing at the closest cultist to me. Who is that? Um, that is going to be cultist number two, the one that okay. tried to attack um, Ella. I'm going to swing at him. Or Elisa. With... Or El... Isla. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to swing at cultist number two with my greatsword. Okay. Uh, that is an eight. I have a feat or something that allows me to re-roll any ones or twos. So, and it was a two, so. Okay. Which is a five, so that's 11. Um, that does not hit. So uh, the cultist dashes out of the way, uh, wounded as he is, and uh, just avoids the attack completely. Shoot. Okay. So now we're back to uh, Isla. Okay. I... Hold up. I get two attacks per action. So oh, okay. Again. You have multiple attacks. Oh, yeah. You're a paladin. Yep. So he dodges the first attack. That's a three. How about a nine? Uh, that also does I rolled a hit. two, a three, and a five. You need to get good, my friend. I know. All right, well, none of those hit, so he dodges one attack, one after the other. He's in his robes, so he is very light on his feet, and he's able to uh, bypass the first uh, slash uh, just by dodging to the left, and then he ducks under the second one, which came right for his head, so he is completely unwounded by Gargle. Okay, now it's Isla. Can I hit him with an iron pot? <laughs> um, you can certainly try. I mean, Hashtag I still have my fire blade, so I should energy. probably still do that. But um, I was just looking at my... Uh, um... I can't promise how much the iron pot's going to do to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's an improvised weapon, which is a D4 plus dex. Okay. Okay, so I'm just going to do uh, another slash with my 
blame Blake because it lasts for 10 minutes with my concentration. Okay. And, um, so are you doing it to the cultist that you originally attacked or the one? Yeah, that same guy. Okay. Same, same dude. Um, 11 plus 6 is 17. Okay, that hits. Um, go for it and roll for damage. I got it. Four, three, six, so 13. 13. Okay, so after uh, being locked in uh, sword-to-sword combat with this cultist for a little while... Uh, Hell yeah, that's hot. <laughs> Isla finally overwhelms him with her crushing blows. She is a druid, but she's very skilled with a fire sword. <laughs> and she managed to get in an attack, and it slashes him across the body. Sorry, how much damage did that do again? again? Thirteen. Okay. Did I get him? Uh, you did not get him. He's still on his feet. He's mm. a little bit more on fire. Let's go ahead and say that he takes three fire damage as well. So oh, he's, dang. All right. He's smoldering a little bit. He's definitely feeling it, and he's not happy. Ooh. Okay. Um, so, next up is Cultist Numero Dos. Uh, wait, Numero Uno. Uh, pardon me. Um, so he's again gonna retaliate. You guys are locked in a battle, so he's gonna go ahead and just, uh, try to retaliate back again with that sword. Um, these cultists, by the way, are kind of the gruntlings. They're left behind by the cult masters, so they're just gonna go ahead and fight you straight up. Um, let's roll to see if she hits, uh, Isla. Let's see. That is a... 11. That does not hit. Yikes. So the coldest missed. He's obviously off his balance. So he, he sucks. Misses again. But he recovers pretty quickly and is uh, has a sword up ready to bear. Okay. Now it is cultist number two. And he's going to go ahead and attack Gargle. Wait. So, he goes, cultist number two goes before me? Let's see. He had 10. You had... Oh, no. You're right. Ella had 15. Okay. So go for it, Ella. Okay. So is cultist number two in uh, melee with me and Gargle? Yes. Okay. And I'm... Luciano is standing in the background just like leaning against a tree. He really can't help you fight that much. Wow. What a... <laughs> He's leaning from behind. Aim for the neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to attack cultist number two. Okay. That's not very good. What'd you get? Like, seven. Okay. It doesn't hit. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's all I can. Oh well, nope. That's all. I'm gonna take a bonus action to disengage from cultist number two and move back so he can't get me. Okay. Or she? Is it a boy or a girl? Can I not discern gender? Uh, you can't too. discern the the cowled hood is so over their face and their hood is so baggy and long that you really can't tell. If okay, they from a... them. So I will disengage and move back like full movement from the hooded one. Okay, sounds good. Um, okay, then coldest number two is going to try to close in on Gargle. They are fighting fiercely. Gargle, what kind of weapon do you have, just out of curiosity? I've got a great sword. You got He's a great sword. Also, okay. ducking hardcore right now. Also, <laughs> Gargle is a half elf. I don't think I mentioned that. Sweet. Okay, it's a legendary battle between a half elf and a cultist of undiscerned race. So it's gender. an Asmar, a human, and a half elf. Fantastic. Uh, so Asmar, like a human, joke. and a half elf walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> And they're all smashed and trying to play D&D. We're all fucking trashed. (laughs) And we're trying to battle some people. All right. Well, the cultist is going to try to, again, hit you with that great sword. He's pairing you. You guys are uh, locked in some heated sword play. It's like the climax of Star Wars Episode (laughs) 3. He does not have the high ground, luckily. Um, (laughs) Okay. uh, He rolls a 9 to hit. 
That's, that that's a miss. Okay. You got yeah. armor. They're rolling uh, pretty trash, not going to lie. Okay, <laughs> so he misses. Trash. You're able to parry him with your great sword, and uh, he uh, recovers back to his defensive stance, um, but he misses his attack. So now it is back to Gargoyle. All right, I'm going to try again with the great sword thing. That is a 24. A 24. Wow, that, that definitely hits. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would hope it does. <laughs> That's uh, 2d6 plus 3. Does anyone have a d6 they can lend me real quick? Yeah, it's we... Right. Yeah, hella dice up I have here. so many d6s. Oh, that's not great. Um, that is a 10 damage. 10 damage. Okay. Then we like go again because I get multi attack. Okay. Light Paladin. That's 18. 18, that also hits. All right, D6, please. I, I just took it from you. All right, uh, seven. That is a 13. 13. Okay, after the cultist number two uh, gets his sword parried by you and you slash him twice, the second blow cleanly hits him through the heart and he gargles one last time. <laughs> uh, my God. Yes! He, he gargles. He gargles. <laughs> And he dies. Yes! Oh, okay. you'll never know the dark side of the force. Is died. I missed something. The <laughs> <laughs> greatest crossover. All right, so ever. Gargle gets the first kill. Congratulations, buddy. All right. Uh, thanks, man. It was my accident. Captain Luciano from the tree says, Good hit, lad. And then. Thank you. Also, I realized I don't have an accent for this yet. I will be consistent on that starting next round. It's okay. Luciano's uh, accent is just grizzled. Uh, so. That's a good point. <laughs> Okay, so Colts number two is dead. That means that it's back to Isla. Hell yeah. All right. Flame Blade hasn't let me down yet. Uh, that is a 25. Yeah, that hits Ansem. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll for attack. Ten. Ten. Okay. Ten fire damage. Um... So he his robes are now are now pretty much in flames. Although mysteriously he's not getting burned as much as he would. So he uh, but he still takes <laughs> off his robes. He keeps his sword in his hand, and you notice that his body is a weird gray purple color, like it's almost diseased and disfigured, and his face is kind of monstrously long. Uh, what what is he? Is he um, like a human? As far as you can tell, he is a human, but. Clearly disfigured in some weird way. Huh, so like diseased or something. Okay. Fucked up, I think. The <laughs> Fucked up, I think, is the Yeah, he's term. hella trashed. So. <laughs> As are we. <laughs> okay. So cultist number one retaliates and is enraged now that you've burned his clothes, and he is done fighting Isla. So he is going to go ahead and attack Ella. I'm like 40 feet away. Are I'm you 40 feet, feet away? I'm 30 feet away. You're I disengage and use my movement to move 30 feet back, oh, remember? Okay. So Damn, she got you. She really did get me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't quite realize how, how far disengage puts you back. Okay. Well, else? disengage is like a thing, but I disengage is what I used on a bonus action, and then I just use my movement to move 30 feet back. Fantastic. Has anyone else gotten hit yet, or is it just me? I'm galaxy braining this rogue shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Um, okay. Um, I'm pretty sure Isla's the only one that's been yes. damaged. Just wow, damn. All right. Because I'm going hand to head to head with this uh, guy who won't die. I'm too sneaky to get hit. Okay. Um, you can quote me on that. <laughs> so the 
other cultist screams in rage and he charges Gargle and he's gonna try to attack him. Gargle so, ducks. Wow, and he rolls atrociously, so he gets a seven to hit. That's a miss. Okay, so badly damaged and scarred from his flames, his muscles don't quite work, and they kind of spaz out with the sword. That's how it works. <laughs> he's charred, his muscles can't work super good, and he's just uh, in hella pain, so he misses completely. Is it my turn? Next. No, it's yeah, it my is. turn, right? No, you just, you just went. went. It's now Ella. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I rolled it too early, but I'm going to... I'm oh, damn, use... I would take that roll, though. I didn't look at it, though. My eyes are closed. You can't tell, but my eyes are closed. Well, I mean, you can tell, Rob, because you look across the table. But I wanted to hit it with my short bow, the one that's still alive. Okay. And that is... Oh, it's a natural 20! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Which means that you get... Uh, what does that mean? It means you get okay, double, double damage. damage. I double the damage dice. Okay. So, um, and I'm going, obviously, for the one that's still alive. That's a six! <laughs> wow. And because it's within five feet of a combatant, I also... <laughs> Wait, now you're within five feet? I thought no, you were it's, feet it's within five feet of one of my allies. Ah, oh, okay, gotcha. Which means I can oh. roll sneak attack. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that was so awesome. The flourish awesome. she, she like, laid that, <laughs> that down with was hysterical. That was um, so good. That's 12 for sneak attack. So that's a total of 18 damage for the left alone cultist. That's French <laughs> for damage. Um, it's also French for this cultist just Wait, got his actually, dome. I was going to say, because a natural 20 doubles all the dice, so wouldn't I also get to double my sneak attack? Because Wait, wait, uh, wait. Because wait, wait, wait. Sure I rolled a 6, but it was a natural 20, so that's 12. Uh, plus. I think he's uh, dead. I think, yeah. Amelia, I, think it I, matter. I don't think it matters. It's 24. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was dead after like 10. It's 24 okay. damage. Not even damn it, doubling the sneak attack. Not only did Ella snipe this boy right in his dome from the shadows, he wasn't expecting it, but she shot two more arrows and completely ventilated him. Damn. So he is dead upon dead upon dead. You guys have defeated the cultists trying to apprehend this yeah, woman. Yeah, woo! Yay! We yes! killed the first boys. So good at our jobs. <laughs> That's how we're professional and guild people. Exactly. We're we're what's her name again? Twilight Moon. Twilight we're, we're Moon. Twilight Moon, man. Like we're the best. Yeah, put some respect. We've on We've got the a name. legend named. <laughs> Drop some respect <laughs> on Twilight Moon. And a lot of fan fiction too. Right, I'm gonna take and this moment to take a pull of whiskey <laughs> to your victory. Rob's not drunk enough. You really are. I'm not drunk enough. Do you hear this? I don't have much wine left, and I'm a little bit upset about it. It's okay. I got whiskey to spare, so if we uh, if we need more intoxication, Hell yeah. oh, we will. Also, We're we are all guys, over the I, legal I, drinking age. I propose age. a toast. I propose a, a toast. toast. A toast. A toast. To guys. To killing bitches. To killing bitches. To Team Twilight Moon. To Team Twilight Moon. Woo! Yeah. We've all got our whole like own bottles of uh, those weren't glasses. Those were whole bottles that we each have. Oh, I've yeah. got uh, both Amelia and I have some barefoot. I have Quick Moscato. trip's finest. <laughs> I got has... a Pinot Grigio. I, pr I I like a nice white wine. I like a cheap white wine. I like a decent white wine. Yeah, let's go. Let's go through what we're <laughs> drinking all just real quick. I got a red Sinfidel Carnivore. I like a medium, like a medium low price red wine myself. So I would this like is about to ten dollars. You should really try it. Here, try it. Sip, sip. Medium, it's like good. ten dollar red wine is my favorite. Specifically Zinfidel, then Cabernet. Rob, what are you drinking? 
Uh, I'm drinking like eleven dollars, eleven dollar priced Evan Williams. Uh, it's Kentucky's number one distiller, so Ooh. Um, it does taste like absolute garbage in terms of whiskey standards, but it's enough <laughs> to get me drunk. So I'm gonna. Hey, I'm gonna that's sip all you need. Pinot Grigio, if you don't mind. Go for it. I don't got a lot left, so I'm not sharing. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> okay, that's very so You guys are now at the edge of town. You've defeated the cultist, and all you see in front of you is woodlands and just trees and a vague path leading somewhere, but you don't know. So, what would you like to do? Is this the west side of town? This is the. You are at the yes, very we west went, edge of town. <laughs> we went west, so yes. Okay, I. I totally forgot what we're supposed to be doing. We're fighting. There's a cult that's like yeah, that stole cult. an object from us, and we have to get it back. Oh yeah, we got to get the object back, and the object is west. Well, let's head west. Oh, do you just want to head west? Well, like I want to consult with Luciano. Like we did it. Should we I keep guess. going west, Luciano? We got him. Wait, 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 no, no. I want to talk to the girl. What girl? The girl that the two oh, guys the had. Oh, We just rescued a girl. Yeah, let's go. I want to make sure she's okay. Yeah, I want to talk to her. Say, hey, what? Are Are you okay? Is everything okay? Is she a human woman? Oh uh, yeah, she's a human woman. Yeah, I, I want to walk up to her and use my uh, hotness to be like, "Hey, what's up, girl?" I just want to um, use my compassion. <laughs> uh, the woman that you approach is is obviously been through traumatic experience. So when you approach her, she kind of flinches away and says, oh, "What do you want?" Oh, I'm so, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I just wanted to see if you're okay. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. Are, are you the guild? It was pretty wild seeing you. You cut down those two cultists. Uh, thanks, I guess. Yeah, we're the we're the good guys. I promise. We just want to make sure that innocent people are okay. Uh, oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> cool. What do, what do you do? You, do you Dope. guys need anything? Like, what do you? Uh, 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 what do you have somewhere safe to go? Are Are you gonna be okay? Yeah, my my house is just east of here. I was just out delivering groceries to my sick uncle, and I just got apprehended by these two you know, cultists. And I just really scary. It's okay. okay. We're gonna murder all the cultists. <laughs> yeah, something fine. really weird's going on. So I would head home as fast as you can. Okay, if you uh, need us, just scream. Uh, <laughs> Try not you. to get kidnapped again. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm I'm gonna go see my brother Andy. I think. Good. He, Andy seems like good people. <laughs> Andy, the same name as the guild master of the guild? This he's, is brother he's, Andy. He, he's only like one years old. He's a newborn. Oh, I just okay. want to make sure he's okay. He's a newborn? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so is this like a young girl? Your brother? Yeah. Okay, how old is she? So you're going to see your parents. You're checking, because you didn't fucking leave a one-year-old by themselves. Listen, yeah, that I would just, be horrible. I've been through, I just would appreciate not, like, judging my family life after me being almost, like, No, if you're leaving this. a one-year-old by himself, I'm sorry, I'm going to yeah, judge you. You deserve to be judged if you leave a one-year-old. All right, leave her she, alone. She's doing the best she can. All right, she yeah, gets man, really huffy you about on? you guys, like, trying to interrogate her about her home life and gets the really offended. and so she. also doubles as DHS. You can't leave fucking yeah, children by themselves. They're Baby, it's yeah. one year old. As she leaves, she screams back behind film. you. I have parents, okay? I was just making sure. Asking. That's all we want. The acronym for Guild Fellows is DHS. That's how you spell Guild Fellows, That's... guys. No. <laughs> okay, so the young woman leaves. You get absolutely no useful information out of her. So you Fine. are at the edge of she the western. She just said she was delivering groceries, and then she got apprehended. That's she what she told She didn't seem us. like she knew shit, anyways. Let's keep going. Well, you asked oh, about sorry, like, I'm what? Not near the okay, mic. Let's never... keep going. Okay. So you're at the okay. This is what we get when we do drunk D and D. Okay, so, <laughs> I keep leaning back in my chair, and then I'm like, "Wait, the mic's not back." <laughs> you are at the western wilderness. That you can see like no real visible, like clear, like obvious path is like where you should be going. Is so Luciano with us? Luciano is with you. Okay, I just want to make sure that we're following his command because he's the one in charge. I think. 
Okay. <laughs> so do, are you like asking Luciano for help? Yeah, yeah where like, do we go? What what are we doing? We don't know. Dude? What are we good looking after? You can't tell us, so where are we fucking going? Okay. <clears throat> when I was here last, when I was fighting with the head cultist, I saw them disappear into the woods, but they must have some strange aura around them because the woods seem to swallow them whole. Maybe they left behind something that you could trail them with. Footprints? Hmm. Can I roll for perception? You may roll for perception. Yes, you may. Uh, Okay. That is an 18. Ooh. That is an 18. Okay, so you notice some faint footprints. They're very light. The cultists obviously weren't wearing like heavy metal boots or anything like that. And they head, uh, so if you're facing the forest, it heads kind of adjacent, like uh, kind of right in a like, you know, 45 degree angle from where you're looking into the middle of the woods. And you can also see uh, some traces of blood on the leaves and a little bit of torn purple cloth. All right, we follow on that, right? Yeah, that seems super sketch. I, I'd say that seems like a good plot hook. Okay. <laughs> so, you guys plunge in the woods and you follow this trail for a little while. You see nothing really eventful. You see some birds. You see some more tattered clothing and some more blood. Actually, an alarming amount of blood, almost as if someone was bleeding out and going this direction. Oh, no. You go a little while and hey, you Hey, what if it's the bad guy? Don't say, oh, no, for the bad guy. I'm sorry. I have empathy for human suffering. Yeah, I mean, just because they have the opposite point of view doesn't mean they're not human, Hannah Mullen. <laughs> That's not my name. What the fuck are you saying? I'm sorry. Who is Isla. that? Isla. <laughs> okay, so Isla you you guys sprint for about a mile yeah, um, until you find a strange clearing in the woods, which you didn't know was there before. Despite your many years with the guild, you find a clearing that has a circle of rocks, and in the middle of it, you have a stone structure with two pillars on either side and a dark purple portal in the middle. Standing before the portal is a dead cultist, which has bled out, and there's blood everywhere around it, seeming to drip into the portal. There's another portal? Damn. The portal itself has weird tentacle-like protrusions that seem to be oozing out of it. It's a hentai it's portal. It's the nether portal <laughs> from that Minecraft. Is, that's crossing the line. <laughs> Guys, uh, I don't remember fuck. this. So uh, you said there is... Um, so the rocks are around the portal or around the clearing? So there is a circle of rocks. So you can imagine yourself in a giant circle with rocks every like two or three feet around the circle. And then two giant pillars standing up like in the middle of it with a portal in between them. Okay. I'm going to pick up one of the rocks. Okay. You pick up one of the rocks. Nothing happens? All right. I got a rock now. Okay. <laughs> well, did you wait? Did you pick up like like a rock that's just like in the forest? Or did you pick up a rock around the circle? Like one of the important rocks. Oh, like around the circle? Okay. Yeah. It's too heavy for you to pick up. You can't really pick it up. Oh, you move okay. it a little bit. And you wait, can the... I can I roll for strength though? Can I help her push it over? We're gonna push this rock over and break the portal. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, 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 wait. Let me get this straight. Sorry. So there's two pillars that make the portal, and then there's rocks around that. Yes, in a circle. Okay. Yeah, it. I want the. Th- I want to move a circle rock, not the pillar rock, the, one of the circle rocks. I'd and like I can't h- pick that up? Uh, I'll let you roll strength for it. I'd like to help her. Can I help her? Give her advantage? Uh, push over the circle rock? Sure. You can both do it. Combine your strength scores. Like when you roll. I got a seven. I got a ten. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't add my modifier. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> I got zero. a seven. Never mind. I can see it from here. <laughs> yeah. So 7 plus 10 is 17. <laughs> um, you're not able to fully pick it up or move it. They're pretty big rocks. They seem to be like set into the earth pretty well. Um, so you're able to jostle a little bit, and you notice that the portal in the center of the circle wavers a little bit but doesn't completely go away. 
Oh, so it's important. The rocks are important, obviously. Yeah, maybe we have to go through the portal and kill what's on the other wait, side. Wait, wait, let me see if I can blast one of the rocks. <laughs> okay. I can blast one of the rocks. After she does that, I have something I want to do, but I'll wait till you do that. You do your, wait. I uh, want to inspect the dead body of the cultist that is dead body in front of it. Okay. Do you, uh, I'll, okay, so if you go up to the cultist, and what do you want to do specifically? I want to see if it seems like, you know, someone sacrificed him and died, or if it seems like magic shit killed him, or, like, if there's weird magic stuff around him, or if he has, like, I don't know, any money or something on him, or any magic shit on him. Okay, well, I'm not going to let you, like, check all of those in one roll, because that's, like, arcana okay. and medicine and, like, Well, a can then I stuff. make, like, two separate rolls? I want yeah, one roll sure. to see why he messed up, so this okay. black and white dice will be why he messed up, and this blue and white dice will be looting. Okay, so roll first for medicine to see if you know why he died. That is a medicine check? Yeah. That's a 19. Okay, so you can see that his throat was cut and his heart was removed. Damn. All right. Oh, wow, so that, that's got to be, like, ritualistic, right? Fatality. And I kind of want to loot him to see if he has anything good on him. Um, okay. All he has is the short sword that the other cultists that you fought earlier were carrying and his robes and a couple other, like, weird mystic artifacts, like uh, like a human eye. You got any gold? Um, he does not have any gold. Oh. <sighs> Okay, can I do... Are you done with your thing? Yeah, I checked the thing. Okay, guys, this dude was totally sacrificed. It's okay, so it's I... Very I have a spell called Erupting Earth. What the fuck is that? So that choose a point cool. you see on the ground. A fountain of churned earth and stone erupts. A 20-foot cube centered on that point. Each creature in that area must make a dex saving throw. So what I want to do is I just want to... We can all step back. We can all take time to step back and just do it under one of those rocks so it'll just, like, hopefully move it. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. That's a good idea. I also get the feeling we're probably supposed to go through this portal, though. Yeah. <laughs> Rob's face at us right now is not very satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to do it. Let me Try do it. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Do it. You can do it. It's, that's Dungeons and Dragons, babe. So can I just do it? Do I have to roll for it? Um... I'm not even sure what that roll would be. It's a spell roll, right? Yeah, it's a third level spell. So I can't like give you an armor class to roll for. Um, I'm going to say, like, go ahead and roll a d20 for it. Okay. Wait, what is she rolling for? She's rolling to use a spell that will like, erupt earth to like like scatter the rocks. Is it like a melee spell thing or is it an area thing? Are you just rolling to see like how well she does? Yeah, I mean, I'm just rolling to see if she can even cast it on these things. Well, so I add my proficiency bonus, question mark. Am I spellcasting something? Which is wisdom. So okay, so be... if it's your spellcasting modifier, it's just plus your wisdom. If it's a melee spell attack, it's your wisdom and proficiency. Okay, so that is a 10. Uh... Or no, it's an 8, sorry. So you try to cast your spell on it, um, but you get a, a, an amazing amount of like magical feedback into your brain. Your brain kind of goes static for a second, and you realize that you can't do anything magical to these rocks, unfortunately. Oh, oh shit. shit. That, uh, that frazzles Isla a little bit. Guys, I think we have to go through this portal. All right. Gargoyle <sighs> is like, guys, there comes a time in every paladin's life where he has to be like, I trust God. And he's going to roll deception to see if you believe him. 
we combat that with that our was insight. A, that's a 24. You believe him. No, no, no. I want to combat that. We're not doing that. roll for I got a 20, so. I got like a oh. 12, so yeah, I fucking believe that, I okay, guess. Okay, the DM, literally God. So uh, Captain Luciano rolls a nat 20, and so he just looks at you and goes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, buddy. Gargle uh, like, does like a backhand spring into the portal. Isla's like, I don't know much about paladins, but so I guess he's right. I don't really know. Okay, no, so Gargle like, backhand yeah, springs legit. to the portal and completely disappears. All right, I guess we're following Luciano because I guess we trust him. So I jump in after him. Yeah, I'd go in the portal. Okay, Luciano follows you from the back. He didn't. Luciano was the one who jumped in first. It was oh, Gargle. oh, Gargle. Okay, yeah. Okay. We're teammates, yeah, I though, so I follow after my teammates. Okay. You'll follow me into the dark. So, team. Uh, Twilight <laughs> Moon! Team Twilight Moon jumps through the portal. Okay. So. Hell yeah, portal time. Let's go to the, ne- the nether worlds. Nether- nether Life nether. imitates Minecraft. <laughs> Just like video games. Okay, when you go in, you guys find your... <laughs> yes, I'm listening, Rob. Um, I'm listening, wh- too. Okay. When you go in, Team Twilight Moon finds himself in a stone cave, which is lit by torches. The wall behind you that you just entered is sealed, and the only way forward is through a glass tunnel, which is oozing green slime. Okay. When you say oozing green slime, is that, like, everywhere? Is it, like, we don't touch the edges, we don't touch the slime? Um, So the green slime is not, like, oozing onto the floor or anything. It is just, like, covering the green walls. So it's not, like, dripping or anything. Yeah, it's not dripping. Okay. It's not like all over the place. It's just it's mainly on the walls. Maybe let's not touch that. Yeah, I agree. Let's not touch that. That doesn't sound like a fun time. Seems kind of sketch. Not gonna lie. Okay, so what do you guys do? I want to go through the tunnel. We gotta. F- so there's we, we gotta the get portal, the object, and there's a glass tunnel with slime on it. Yeah. So you're in a cave. You when you walk through the portal in front of you, you, you see directly like the green glass tunnel, and behind you is just rock wall. Okay. Um, I say we go onward and upward. Yeah, let's follow it, I guess. But not touching slime. Okay. So as you uh, walk forward into the glass tunnel, nothing immediately happens that's wrong to you. But Luciano starts coughing up some more green blood and staggers for a second. Are you okay? (laughs) Why is your blood green that's not normal? Yeah, if his blood is green, is it the same shade of green that the slime is? Uh... As a DM, it's not quite the same shade of green. It's more of like a mixture of like red and green. But you can definitely tell that it does not look so like brown. Blood. I mean, yeah, it's like not like super mixed well together though. So it's like you can see like flecks of green and flecks of red. Okay. So I ask him if he's okay because that does not seem normal. I don't. Do I do I know any of like any illnesses that that would be? Um, I'm gonna have you roll Arcana for that. Not good. Can that I roll something? A nine. Um, so you roll a nine. So you notice that his wound is also a little bit discolored, but you couldn't tell exactly why that he's coughing up green blood. Just you kind of have an intuition that it might be something to do with the wound that he received. It seems earlier. like he's poisoned to yeah. me because I know stuff about poison. Or so like I'm going to assume he's poisoned do, by magic or shit. Do I or, know any no, cures for this particular type of poison? Uh, no, you do not. All right. Can I roll medicine? Um, Can I roll medicine? 
What would you be doing with that medicine check? Would you just be trying to see if you can like deduce what it's, what's wrong with him? Yes, yeah, yeah. my extensive knowledge of medical textbooks. I mean, I read you, you could also like ask. I mean, Luciano about his medical. History, I mean, we. I guess, but that's what him. I asked. I said, like, well, are you poisoned? Like, what's oh, up? I didn't realize you were asking that. I thought you were just trying to do something. No, yeah, I was like asking. I'm like, what's what's the problem? Okay, Here. Luciano um, gets back to his feet. He doesn't touch the walls or anything, but he just like steps back up to his like on both of his feet and he kind of regains his posture and he says, I'm not quite sure what happened to me. When I was fighting, I got slashed across the chest. This illness, I have no real knowledge of. What, but what were is, you slashed with? One of the cultist blades, I think. It's kind of fuzzy on the details, but I'm pretty sure I was fighting one of those blokes with the swords. It's definitely poison dagger, guys. That's, that's like... I will textbook. Take your word shit. for it. Um... He gave us health potions, <laughs> so he probably has one for himself. Uh, health potions don't cure poison, though. You need magic or like medicine. Yeah, I to guess. Do that. I think I can cure poison. Give me one second. Maybe. I don't want to be rude, but like maybe if you have magic that can cure shit, like maybe you should save that for like <laughs> for when we're actually fighting. <laughs> All Luciano, right, as a half elf, has great hearing and says, "Please, the retrieval of the object is absolutely primary." Okay, I won't cure you then. In in favor of returning the object, you might die. Let's go down the tunnel. Yep. And yeah, in other words, we're gonna go down the tunnel. Please don't die, buddy. <laughs> is he coming with us? Yes, Luciano uh, continues on after you. He stumbles and he has his crossbow in his right hand. His left arm is almost completely useless. So he puts away his uh, rapier and just transfers his uh, crossbow to his right hand. Um, So um, through the hallway, there is a door which is slightly ajar but not fully opened. So you come to this door. What do you do? I open it. (laughs) Okay. I, I try to pull it open. Um, you pull it open and you see in front of you uh, three cultists and one strange looking blob right in front of you. There's... Oh, God. Can I shoot one with my short bow? Um, let, me, let me finish the description first okay. and then we'll get there. Um, so you open the door and three sets of eyes uh, immediately turn to you. And then the fourth set on the strange blob tentacle thing in front of you turns very slowly to see you. You've now alerted all the enemies in this room. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so. Way to go, Isla. So, hey, you would have done the exact same thing. I, Don't call me out. I totally forgot that I said I was going to do an accent early, and then I never did the accent. I thought about doing an accent, but I don't know. It's hard to do when I'm drunk. It is I, Gargle Wine Keg. I was uh, considering an doing an, uh, an yes, I do. I'm accent, actually Cockney. I... I'm uh, my my right, mortal we, name we is Harry Styles. Right now, we need to quit this right now. <laughs> we. Okay, so uh, enemies, do we roll initiative? Yes, you roll initiative. Hell You'll yeah. never walk alone. 17. 22. Damn. 17. Okay. Yeah, hold on one second. I need to get these enemies, boys. Take your time. For... Oh, wow. Fantastic. Okay. All right. So, party members, what did you roll? 22 for Ella. Okay. 17 for Isla. Isla, I have no idea how to spell your name, just by the way. I-S-L-A. Yeah. I-S-L-A, okay. Like. And gargle. The Spanish word for island. Uh, 17. 
Wow. Okay. So despite just barging in, you guys did get the drop on them. Um, <laughs> Always be prepared. They are. You're not in sneak or anything, but you guys definitely take them by surprise. So the first one up is Ella. So just to give you a little more context for this room, you Perfect. open it up. You notice that the cult, there's three cultists around a desk. Um, there's one to the left, to the right, and directly behind it. They're all, or they were, looking over the desk at something. And then there is a small uh, creature with tentacles and a tail directly in front of the desk looking at you guys now. Wait, can we pause? I need to go to the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> I also need to go to the bathroom. Let's just call go one. Bathroom, bathroom break! break. <laughs> all right. Canon reasons. We're back. We're back. All right. We're back, TBS. You're back. Fun. You've rolled initiative. Again, just to make sure you guys understand, there's three cultists. Um, and a tentacle thing. Yes. Two of the cultists, um, the one that's behind the desk and one to the left of the desk, have the same um, short uh, serrated swords that you fought. Uh, this is the cultist you fought earlier. But the one on the right has a spear that looks wickedly sharp and is serrated as well. And then there is the little itty-bitty... Little itty, not itty-bitty. It's like... I would say it's about the size of a, uh, you know, like a, a Yorkshire terrier, but with tentacles and That's eyes so that come cute. out of nowhere. That's actually terrifying. That's so cute. Too bad it has to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad indeed. Okay, so uh, the first person up is, oh, so actually, uh, Ella, you're first. Okay, so... I'm going to attack the weird tentacle thing, because that's just not right. <laughs> okay. Since it hasn't gone, I get an advantage. Wait, I have a quick question. Okay. So my sword, my flame blade or whatever, lasts for 10 minutes? Has it been 10 minutes since the last fight? Um, I'm going to say that the portal extinguished it from the last fight, okay, since you fair. changed planes, basically. Fair. Cool. So if you want it again, you have to reignite it, although you can only do it once a day, right? Or is it's it... a second level spell slot, so I still got two of those left. Oh, okay, rad. So I'm I'm shooting the terrier with my bow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can refer to it as the terrier if you want. The tentacle creature. Yeah, with the, bow. the mini Cthulhu. Yeah. Um, that's an eighteen to hit. It's an eighteen to hit. Um, it does hit. It does yeah, hit. Cthulhu weak. And since I had advantage, I get sneak attack. So. <laughs> she rolls all of her dice at once. <laughs> and since I have Savage Attacker once per turn, I can reroll this one damage dice to see if it's better. <laughs> oh, that's a six. That's six. That's 11, 12, 17, 19 damage. Just 19 damage. Okay. Holy moly. That's uh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. I'm going to take a swig of your whiskey. Go oh. for it. And... All right, so it is damaged, although uh, the bolt, when it goes into it, even though it kind of cries out in a way, it does uh, absorb the bolt, and the bolt dissolves, although you can clearly tell by the uh, weird green ooze that's dripping out of it that it did hurt it. But the bolt has now disappeared. Is there anything I can hide behind? Um, So the furniture in the room, there is a desk around which all the enemies are placed, and then there's a couple couches that are to the right and left of the desk, but not really far enough away that you could, like easily, like, dive and take cover before them. Well, I, ha- I still haven't moved, though, so I have 30 feet of movement. This is true. Okay, so I'll say that each couch is 30 feet away, but they will notice if you try to, like, go to it. You are in the middle of combat, so. Uh, yeah, but uh, okay. 
I mean, I don't know what to tell you. They're not going to like, this isn't like. <laughs> That's fair. This isn't That's like a stealth true. game where like, you know, you pop behind cover for me. I just they're like, I'd have oh. to wait for the cool down and the guards <laughs> just wonder, oh, fuck, I guess they just disappeared. Who the hell is there? <laughs> this isn't guess like Assassin's Creed where yeah. I like saying hey for like a minute and it's go. Okay, so then I'll just stay there. I fired my uh, short bow. I'm content. I did a d- Okay, you are uh, within like ten feet of the uh, of the cultist with the spear. Um, as he was to the right of the death. Did you go to right or left? Actually, I didn't do anything. I just stand there. Oh, you just stand I, there. I, okay. I fired my short bow. Got you. Okay, you didn't you didn't make your movement yet then? Nope. Okay. So cool. I was just gonna try and stay a little bit farther back because they seem to just have spears and knives and sp- pointy things. All right. So you and Luciano are in the back of the party, mm-hmm. leaving um, Isla and Gargle at the front. All right, uh, next up is the uh, weird abomination creature. Um, and so it kind of, uh, it scuttles like over to the doorway and then with its tentacles, it actually, well, let's see if this rolls to hit. Okay. Hey, Millie, can I try your Grigio? Go for it, man. Hell yeah. Um, so this, this, little, this little guy actually has multi-hit, so it can hit you with three tentacles. Me? Gross. Uh, well, since you're in the back now, it's going to either hit Gargle or um, Isla, so it's going to divide two and one either way. But let's make sure that it hits first. Um, let's see. Ooh, okay, so the first one is a 21. <laughs> okay, the next one is a 25. God. Uh... And the next one is a 23. What the uh, fuck, dude? Jeez, I think you're using weighted dice. <laughs> I'm not. It just rolled really high and has a good um, plus to hit. So I'm guessing all the all three of those hit. Yeah. Okay, so two of them hit Gargle, and then it's... Uh, I need another D6. I, was, I literally have so many D6s. <laughs> okay. So the first one hits uh, Gargle for seven damage. So that's the first tentacle. So it slaps you across the face with a weird elongated tentacle. Ah! Abomination! Gross. Um, wow. Okay, so the second one hits Gargle again for Ooh. 17 damage. Grody to the max. Oh, no. <laughs> this one hits you right in the Maybe. groin with its tentacle. <laughs> oh, no. That's and not then you want to be And the third one hits uh, Isla for... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it hits. <laughs> it's for eleven damage. Oh Jesus! All right. Um, Just real quick. I'm not doing great, guys. I've got sixty nine health now. I think I deserve inspiration. You have sixty nine health. Oh shit! Nice. Thanks. But Isla's not doing good. Yeah, I'm not doing um, good. You have a health potion though. Don't forget. I do. Yeah. I thought I bit the dust, and I remembered I'm not a level three wizard right now. <laughs> okay, whose turn is it? Um, so that was the weird monstrosity. Now it is back to... Okay, so Isla and Gargle tied. Right. So, so, so we roll off no modifiers. Well, you could also just do who has the highest dexterity. Uh, or you can roll off no modifiers. What's your dex modifier? Minus one, so let's just roll off no modifiers. <laughs> Fine. Uh, just do, yeah, just do a roll off of the d20. Oh, well, I got that one anyway. So. Okay, I got a nine. So, okay. me? <laughs> Hannah goes first. Okay, I'm going to do... Isla. Yeah, Isla. My name Isla is Isla. Isla goes first. Um, I'm going to do Thunderclap. 
Uh, on one of the one of the boys. Uh, on one of the cultists, or yes, one yeah, one of them. Okay. Um, uh, which one do you target? Left, right, or center? Let's go with left. Okay. Um. So it is. Um, each creature within range, it's only a five-foot range, uh, must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take uh, 2d6 thunder damage. Con saving throw? Okay. Yeah. Um, and that would just be rolling d20 plus con modifier? Is that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I rolled a five. That so. is not saved. No. So, uh... <laughs> 2d6 thunder damage, which is ugh, seven. Seven for the boy. Okay. So he's definitely shocked and rattled, but he is definitely still in the fight. Um, you definitely, like, hurt him, but he's, like, like rare enough to go again. Okay. Um, so then it is Garble. Wait, are they in a five-foot uh, range of him? Is the one next to him? Um, no, the desk is pretty wide. The desk is about like 10 feet across. So okay. they're, they're all, they're all pretty much like out of range. So right. it really just hit him. Um, the others like felt the shockwave, but didn't startle them at all. Cool. <clears throat> cool. Okay. Gargle. I'm going to hit the monstrosity with my great sword. All right. That's a 17. Okay. That hits. All right, um, roll damage. That's nine damage. Does nine damage, okay. And I'm gonna use my multi-attack to swing again. That's a 15. So nine and 15, which is 24, right? I'm doing that right? Okay. No, that, that was the second hit, so there's a 15 hit. Oh, the 15 does not hit, sorry. Ah, uh, okay, he misses. Okay, so you did nine the first time, right? Yep. Okay. Um, so you're able to slice off a couple of the tentacles from the monstrosity, but it still has uh, about six more that I can use to, to still attack you, so it's it's ah. hurt, but it's wounded. It's it's wounded, but it's still like able to be in combat. Okay. Um, next up is cultist number three, which is on the right side of the desk. So it is going to attack. Let's see. So you're in the back. You and Luciano are in the back. So you two are in the front of the door. So it's going to attack Gargle. Rip. Ah, crap. Ooh, and it, it rolls super low. Um, so... Yeah, so it rolls a six to hit. Uh, that's a miss. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Okay, so it completely misses with his attack. Um, but he's closing in on you, and he just totally misses. Next, it's Cultist 2. And that he rolls a 9 to hit. On That's Gargle. a miss. Okay. Uh, and then Cultist number 1, which has a spear, which is a slightly better chance to hit, um, is going to roll against Ella. Or not Ella, Isla. Okay, and that gets a uh, 18. Yeah, hit. that yes, that hits. Okay, 18 to hit. Oh God, please don't kill me. <laughs> How much health do you have? Just out of curiosity. Right now, I have 19. 19. Okay. Um, let's do this then. Okay, that does five slashing damage. 
Okay. All right, and then it is back to Ella. Okay, so these people have been stabbing Isla, right? Yeah. Yes, so, they just stabbed me. Noticing that Isla is some type of way, I'm <laughs> going to run up to one of the people who has stabbed her. How, who's close to her? Um, I mean, so you, since you guys, like, just barged in through the doorway and, like, you and Luciano are, like, slightly behind, so you and Luciano are, like, behind the threshold of the door, and those two are, with like, past the doorway, and so they're kind of surrounded in, like, a semicircle by three cultists and a small monstrosity. Okay, well, I'm just going to stab one of the cultists that stabbed Isla with my short sword. Okay, so and you're going to stab the first cultist then? Since, okay, well, so let's roll an attack. That definitely hits. That's a 24. It does hit. Okay, and since he's engaged with Isla, I get sneak attack. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, and then I'm going to use my savage attack feat to re-roll this to see if this one dice is better. Oh, shit. And it rolled the same. Okay, that's four, eight. That is 25 damage. Wow, that, uh, what are you using to attack him again? Just your... I use my short sword, plus my sneak attack, because he's engaged with Isla. Okay, with lightning quickness, you manage to sneak up behind him and just jab your your short sword through his chest, completely killing the first cultist with the spear. Hell yeah! Okay. I'm going to just stay there, because I would rather them hit me than hit Isla, because I don't want her to die. Got you. So you take the place of cultist number one in the semicircle. So now it is um, Ella and then Gargle and Isla with Luciana behind with... Uh, is Luciana doing Pre- shit? Is he just being sick? Um, he's just being sick behind you guys. He's really struggling to like maintain his composure in battle. Um, so. I feel like he's kind of mooching, but it's whatever. <laughs> he's fine. Cool. You're not so really cool. helping. <laughs> Not carrying his weight, but it's fine. He's poisoned or whatever shit. My back hurts from carrying his team. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay. Um, we'll we're just move... giving you shit. Don't change anything. <laughs> no, we're giving him shit. We're not giving, giving him shit. shit. We're not giving you we're shit. We're giving He's wounded, shit. and he's your he's superior wounded. officer. Oh, no, it's totally fine. It's then totally why is he fine. with us if he's not doing anything? <laughs> because he has maybe some special expertise he's here that for the had you asked him with, he would tell later. you. <laughs> Okay. Um, it's someone else's turn now. <laughs> yes, it is. You are correct. It's a boy's um, turn, I think. It is Isla. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. You're not a boy. Um. So if I drink a health potion, is that my action, or can I do it as like a bonus action? Um, I think that kind of depends on what abilities you have, right? Can you take a bonus action with your attack, or is that like something that's allowed based on your character stats? I can make my flame blade with a bonus, a bonus attack, but I don't think I can hit with it all. Wait, so. what are you trying to do? Sorry, I'm trying to heal and make an attack. So, yeah, generally speaking, um, and the way I've played, and most people play, is it, taking an a potion on yourself an object interaction can be considered a bonus action. And then an action. But you're the DM, so do yeah, it's up to you. you. Um, Generally, feeding someone else a potion is an action. But that's just live your truth. Um, I don't want to tell you how to run the game. Okay. Um, if you want to down your healing potion, you are totally within your right. It's going to count as a bonus action, and you won't get a bonus action after Hold on. you attack. What is that no- rustling noise? Oh. It, the paper bag was stuck on my shoe. Oh. And I was trying to get it off. Okay. 
Um, Say that again, Rob. Sorry, I was distracted. <laughs> so since you're using it on yourself, I'll let it count as a bonus action and give you one. Uh, you, you, keep, you keep your like normal attack action, but you don't get a bonus action for this turn. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna use my potion of healing, which is two d four plus two, right? Pretty yes, sure. Yes, for a potion of healing. All right. Uh, six. So I'm back up to twenty. Hey. Oh shit. That's not what I wanted. That's not what I wanted. Okay. There we go. Okay. Okay. So um, I'm gonna do produce flame and throw a flame at another boy. Okay. Who'd you like to throw it at? Uh, whichever one's closest to me. Um, that would be the, well, the right cultist is dead, um, so that would be the, either the baby Abolith or, um, sorry, baby monstrosity, or cultist number two, which is to your left. Okay, I'm gonna do it on the baby thing. Okay. Um. I'm gonna say that the, uh, the remaining cultists and the baby thing are now, like, within range, like, they're within five feet of each other, because you're closing in. Okay. Um, that doesn't really matter. I just pretty much make a flame in my hand and throw it. <laughs> I yeet it at somebody. Um, and since I'm above fifth level, it does 2d8, but I have to roll to hit first. Does, uh, what would that be plus? Plus your spell attack, your melee spell attack bonus. Which I think so, we said is your spell attack modifier plus your proficiency. Yeah, so it's plus six, so that would be 17. 17 damage. Excellent. No, 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 no. 17 to oh, hit. Oh, 17 to hit. Um, that does hit. All right, cool. Uh, so 2d8. <laughs> Fuck. Eight damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so with your fireball, you managed to burn off um, two of its remaining uh, three tentacles. So now it only has one tentacle and a tail left. It is really hobbled and near death. I feel kind of bad. Yeah, gross. All right. Uh, All right. So af after that fireball, um, everyone in the room is kind of like dazed for a second, except for Captain Luciano, who since he was in the back, braced himself for the fireball, like impact. And so he aims his crossbow at the uh, mini abomination and tries to shoot it. Hell yeah. Luciano pulling his weight for once. <laughs> That's a D12 you just rolled. Oh. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> Sorry. Big crossbow. Okay, one second. We'll, we'll call that good. Okay. Bounced up onto the laptop. Okay, so he rolls a 17, so it does hit. Who um, is it hitting? Sorry. It's hitting the mini abomination thing. And then right. he's going to roll a 1d8 to see how much damage he does. God, I keep rolling it off the table. Okay, um, so he does 5 damage to it, unfortunately. Not a whole lot. Small. Okay, now it is Gargle's turn. I, I'm going to go with the classic greatsword. Classic greatsword. Who are you targeting? Ah, I'm going to go with the mini abomination. Okay. That's still not right. And it seems kind of unholy. I'm still pretending to no, be No, that's a, a good name. I like that. Mini yeah. abomination. It's a Yorgi with tentacles. That's literally how I'm imagining it. <laughs> okay, I, it's like it's like corgi sized, but it's not like an actual no, corgi. No, I'm imagining like I was imagining a Yorkie, not a yeah, yeah, Yorkie. Oh, the it, leg fell off this chair. Give me a second. Oh shit. 
<laughs> I can get one. We can get one from the studio. You want to get one from the studio, Rob? It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a long, drunk cast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, that's a 12. Okay, uh, let's let's finish this. So you rolled a 12 against Mini Abomination. Uh, yep. Uh, you don't hit. Despite its, uh, its feebled state, it manages to plop to the side of your greatsword, and you do not hit All it. All right, I'm going to use multi-attack to attack it again. Okay, so you wrench your sword from the stone of the floor. How about the 13? 13 also does not hit it. Man, I'm just not having a good day. <laughs> okay, so it just kind of plops from left to right around your greatsword, and it does not hit. Okay, I'm going to find you a different chair real quick. A pause. Okay, so we still have two cultists and a small abomination left in this room. And it that was Gargle's turn, am I correct? Yes. Um, so it is now... Um, okay, cultist number three. So, coldest number three is going to try to attack um, Ella, since she yeah. like, ran out and ganked his friend just a second ago. <laughs> it might as well. I'm, I'm so healthy right now. Okay, and he rolls an 18. That hits. Okay. And he hits four, six, slashing damage. I'm cool as a cucumber, bro. What's your health like right now? I'm. Well, I look fine. I mean, I just took a little. I just took a little stab. A little stab. Like, what's fine. your What's your max HP again? Fifty one. Fifty one. Okay. That's not that much more than me. Yeah, but like you, you've hit taken a lot more hits because I was in the distance. So uh, I, hell yeah, I have because I've been fighting up where it matters. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm strategic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm such a genius at combat. I don't know what you want me to apologize for. So, Ella, with her spirit agility, manages to dash back oh, from the slash. Oh, wait, 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 he attacked me. Oh, I, is, there, is there an agility saving thing that you need to do? I, uh, I'll just take it in case yeah. someone else attacks me. Um, okay, so, and he does, uh, I believe I said six damage to you, so it's a glancing blow. He gets you uh, just basically across your arm, so it draws blood, but it's nothing to, to really worry about. So, minus six damage. I'll just I'll take six damage. Okay. Whatever. Next is coldest number two. Does he attack me? Um, he is actually going to attack Gargle. Oh man. And he rolls a twenty-two to hit. Uh, it's a miss. Okay, not really. It's a, that, that's a definite hit. <laughs> wow, so strong. Fantastic. Okay. If you hear my dice rolling, I'm just fidgeting, so I'm not actually rolling. And he does 10 damage. Oh, I no longer have 69 health. Rip. Rip. How much, uh, what's your <laughs> max health? His max is fucking 93. I'm looking what at it right fuck? now. What the fuck? That's like 50 more than me. <laughs> I'm a level so well. 8 paladin who rolled well. I'm like invincible. Yeah, now you're at a pedestrian 59 health. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> But just pedestrian as an adjective that doesn't mean walking instead of driving is fantastic. <laughs> Lucia, as you cry out in pain from the damage that the coldest does to you, ah! Luciano says, Oh, suck it up, you holy wimp. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got holes in him? I don't need this literal oh, sass from you. Come <laughs> on. Uh, 
Please don't make that joke. Isla's a joker. Okay, and since coldest number one is dead, it is back to the uh, one and only Ella. Okay, the one. The only. Um, Ella and Chance. Who am I next to? Um, let's see. Since you guys are all in a semicircle, so you are closest to cultist number three, and then cultist number two is on the far side, and the abomination is in between them. Does one of them look super damaged, or are they all about the same? Um, you can tell that the monstrosity is like at its last legs. It's missing some tentacles. It's pretty burned, so that's like the weakest one. And then the cultists look pretty shabby, but they don't look any like closer to death than either one of them. Are they all near my friends? Um, you guys are all like within close quarters, yeah. Okay, so I'm just, you know what? I'm just gonna roll a d4 and see which one I hit. I hit cultist number two. Okay. So roll to see if you can hit. Off the table. That is not good. That's a nine to hit cultist number two. That's going to be a fat miss. That's going to be a fat miss. So the cultist two is able to sidestep you and he kind of like shoves you away. So now you're only, you're still like within striking distance, but he just got some distance from you. So you're about uh, seven feet away from him. Um, again, with, within reachable distance, but he moved out of the way of you. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I'm going to try and like, is there any way? I, I just want to make sure the cultists see me as more of a threat than Isla because I don't want her to die. Um, so, like, if it's. action if, you can take? Um, if I just want to, like, movement-wise, if I can kind of push her a little bit back and, like, push myself in between. Hey, I don't know exactly how we're laid out. I'm strategically placed. Okay, fine. Um, then I'll just stay there. She's strategically placed. She obviously knows what's going on. She's super smart or whatever. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay, that's, not, that's my turn. I'm done. That's my turn. Okay, it is now back to the baby abomination. Um... Sorry, I gotta make sure Audacity's still doing the Audacity thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the baby monstrosity is going to try to attack um, Ella now. And since it has lost most of its tentacles, it can only do one tentacle attack. So its multi-attack has been disabled. Sucks to suck, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid multiple and multiple appendages. So easy to lose. So easy to gain. Um, that is a, let's see, what is the plus to hit for this thing? Oh, we'll just call it a 16. Cool, I'm going to uncanny dodge whatever the fuck it does. <laughs> what does it, does it say what it does? It means you take half damage on one attack per turn. Okay. Yeah. So it's only one attack. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Let's see. Okay, so you take um, three damage. Is that the total damage? No, it's half. Okay. That was a good use of it. Otherwise, you were taking more, but yeah. Right. Okay. I'm fine. I'm totally fine, guys. I'm fine. Cool. Good stuff. Okay. As a cucumber. After that, it is Isla. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to do the same thing. Produce flame and yeet it at a boy. <laughs> the, so the uh, abomination's still up. Do we yeah. know the genders of these cultists, or are they also hooded? They're also hooded. So you're going to yeet it at a person. A person. Sorry. I, I <laughs> use just boy as a person. Um, That's valid. So there's two people left besides yes. this? Okay. Um, I'm going to yeet it at the abomination again. Okay. Um, 19. That hits. 
Hell yeah. Uh... Ten. Ten damage. Ten damage. Okay. So you throw the fireball at the baby monstrosity, and its entirety catches on fire. Hell and it yeah! Burns to a crisp. It burn, is, bitch! It is dead burn, and baby, dead. So, yeah. So now you only have two cultists left, both armed with short swords, and the semicircle is dwindling. So now you guys outnumber them. Congratulations. Um, Luciano takes his time to uh, stumble out into the doorway, and he's also going to try to aim a crossbow bolt at cultist number three, which is in the direct center. So he's going to roll a hit for that. Good old Captain. Good old Captain Lucky Luciano, oh, our captain, boy that captain. we had to do it to. <laughs> uh, he rolls a 22, so he definitely hits. Who's he hitting? Sorry. Uh, he's hitting Coldest number three, which is in the center of the semicircle. Wait, he hit his teammate? Or is he? Are they Luciano? Not? Oh shit! I, I, I was confused. I'm sorry. Yeah, Luciano's on our side, Ignore man. Ignore me. I was thinking. Oh my was, god! I was thinking, Pay attention. I thought it was the abomination attacking. I'm sorry. I'm drunk. I can't pay attention. It's to okay. Well. We forgive you. I'm, I'm drunk and I'm totally paying paying attention. I'm doing great personally. I know everything that's going on. How's I'm... life, Brennan? Well, the thing is, is like. I'm the only one here without headphones, so I don't I don't know how I sound. I'm just kind of chilling you, here. You've been sounding pretty good. So you far. sound Otherwise, you sound great, you. Amelia. You'd think I sound great if I was speaking Dutch and intoxicated and speaking backwards. So that's not really great feedback. You guys how are to doing speak a- Dutch. I I do. My mom's actually Dutch. My grandfather's Dutch. That's that's a joke. My mom's 100 percent Irish Catholic. All right, continue. You're, you're, in relevant. any case, Luciano does seven damage to the cultist, which brings him down significantly. He's got a bolt in his chest. He's Yay, really Luciano! But yeah, Brennan, that's the captain for you. All right, <laughs> okay. Brennan and Amelia, you're doing fine with the mics because uh, um, if you weren't, I'd be yelling at you. So it's yeah, fine. you so, do a lot of yelling. You know that, Hannah Mullen. So I just want to point that out. So right. like, Speaking of in you, the have, four yeah. podcasts we've been in together, you usually I have yelling one, at me. and it's this one. You are so right. Okay. Speaking <laughs> of yelling, gargle. It is now your turn. <laughs> da! That's my battle cry. I'm gonna swing my great sword. At which person? Uh, who's the closest cultist to me? Um, cultist three is directly in front of you, That's and then cultist th- number two is over to the left it's, by, it's um, Ella. Cultist three. Okay, cultist three. That's a 22. That hits. All right. Uh, 11 damage. Okay. Get him. So you slash this boy's uh, arm like completely off, not his dominant arm, but his uh, the arm not holding the great sword off at the elbow. He's bleeding out significantly, but he is still alive. But he is really immobilized. I'm gonna try and finish him off with my great sword. Oh, is, he, oh, is your second attack? Go yeah, it's the second part of my multi attack. Go for it. If you roll a hit, that's a natural twenty and a really not needed time for it. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, someone hit me four d sixes, please. Oh wait, here. I Boom! Got... Here's forty six. Right. Oh wow! All, right. All sky blue. Stole my thunder. Uh, six, twelve—that's seventeen damage. Wow! Let me stop you right there. This boy had three HP left, so no matter what, <laughs> you're gonna finish him off. <laughs> the boy uh, is done. So actually, I... wait, this plus—it is—it's also plus three damage, so it's twenty. 
Wowee. Okay, so Coltus number three, after getting uh, his left arm chopped off the elbow, suddenly just gets cut clean in half diagonally across his chest, Oof. split into two, and he falls to the ground. Um, and he is uber dead, which leaves only one cultist left. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, it is that cultist's turn. Um, feeling slightly outnumbered, he's what? still gonna roll. Um, bitch. <laughs> like a little bitch. Um, okay, so he's going to roll to attack uh, the buddy who. The guy who just uh, dismembered his buddy in a pretty gruesome way, so he's going to go and attack Gargle. Gargle ducks. Okay, I'm, I'm guessing a six does not hit. No, that that like that's not even close. So Gargle ducks like way in advance, and this guy still like whiffs him hardcore. <laughs> that guy's drunk. He's hammered. Hey, he you're totally drunk. Your mom's drunk. Damn, he got me. Uh, <laughs> Okay, this <laughs> this brings us back to Ella with one um, baby boy left. I feel like Ella has gone already since me. I'm uh, the top of the initiative. Yeah, but I feel like you've gone twice since I've gone. I don't think so. Are you sure? Okay, yeah. whatever. I, I'm drunk. It's fine. <laughs> Go. Okay. Um, there's, one there's one of these boys left. Yeah. Okay, well, is he within five feet of one of my compatriots? He is. I'd like to attack the bitch. Okay. That is a... With my short sword, sorry, I didn't specify. 16. 16. That hits. That's a shit ton of damage, because I get sneak attack. Sneak attack, talk into the mic, into the front of the mic. <laughs> That is using my savage attack. I think that's what that thing's called. Yeah. Six, 12, 16, 18, 19 damage total. 19 damage. Hot damn. Okay. For the first boy, for the last boy. Okay. Um, what'd you use to attack him again? My short sword. Okay, so you slice Short him up sword. real good. You don't take off any limbs, but you you cut a, a, a firm X into his chest, and he's bleeding pretty hard. He's really huffing and puffing, but he's not down yet. There's not enough quit in this boy. When they made this cultist, they forgot to put in the quit, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> this boy don't faulty quit. design. Uh, <laughs> faulty design? Yeah, okay. Um, okay, and that brings it back to Isla. Okay, so there's one boy left. Yes. Wait, he's not dead? No. What a bitch. They're right. stout, dude. I'm going to yeet my flame at him again. Um. Oh, God, that's abysmal. Uh, Nine. <laughs> that's going to be a no for me, though. Uh, no! No. All right, so the fireball like just passes beyond his shoulder and it, it splashes against the stone wall behind him. I yeeted it too damage. hard <laughs> without any it. direction. All right, Gargle, it's up to you. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this boy with my great sword. I wanted to end the boy. All right, that's an 11, but I'm going to try again. <laughs> can you can you try again? Do you get a reroll? I've got multi-attack. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a non-natural 20. Uh, that definitely hits, yeah. Um, roll for damage. 
Find the D6s, sorry. That's uh, nine damage. Wow, okay, so <clears throat> Gargle gets locked into a last-ditch effort sword fight with Cultus number two. He's putting up a great fight. They're parrying. They're going back and forth. Gargle, Gargle stabs the Coldus parries, but Gargle sweeps his sword around with such force that it knocks the sword out of his hand. Ooh. And on the return blow, Kill slices him. him across the neck, and Ooh. the Coldest falls dead to the ground. Ooh. It's two for Dardle. Oh, Gar Wait, what's my character? Gargle. 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 <laughs> Not Dardle, sorry. So, the Coldest are dead. You're a little bit beat up, but everyone is safe. You are now in what is called the parlor room. As I mentioned before, there is a desk and two couches. The desk is in the center, and that is what all the cultists were around when you entered the room. All right. I'm what's in the desk? I'm going to search the desk. I yeah. search the desk first. Wait, wait. I'm going to search the desk at the same time. No, I do it first. No, I want to do it first. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not going to make you guys roll off to do it. I'll just... Okay, I'll say you guys both go up to the desk, and you look over it, and you notice that there is a book on the table, um, and there is also some notes beside it. I I want to read it. Read what? <laughs> the notes. All right, I read what the book is called. Yeah, we'll take turns. It's teamwork. <laughs> okay, so Ella reads the notes. Um, I read the notes. They're written in common, and they I are. I can read sim- common. They are simply a shopping list. It says candles. <laughs> says, candles, chalk, ritual knife, three human hearts, three aboleth tentacles, full what? ground. Three aboleth tentacles? What was tentacles? the last thing? Full what? Three aboleth tentacles, in parentheses, full grown. Okay. That is not an easy thing to find. No, it is not. Aboleths, if you didn't know, are bitches. And you have to kill them. They're not good people. I'm pretty sure we just killed one. That maybe was a baby Aboleth. Maybe. There's, that's not a full-grown Aboleth. Okay. Um, that's whatever it was, no. it was I'm metagaming. Small. That's not a fucking full-grown Aboleth. I'll roll for metagaming. I've never played Dungeons & Dragons before, so I I've know. played so many dungeons, and I've played so many dragons, and I rolled a 16 for metagaming. That's not, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a Okay, I read the Her title brain of the book. What's on the book? Is just a PHP. Um, it stands for Player's Handbook for those of you new. I want to know what's on the book. Oh, I'm trying to do a PSA. <laughs> okay. For Boys, um, Boy Scouts of America. For the book, um, let's see. Read Arcana to read the title. Okay. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Drop the ah! dice on the floor. It's fine. Wait. Oh, wait, I want. Can I have some? Oh, this that's game? a seventeen. Okay, so you're able 17. to read it. It's I rolled an 18, but I have It's fairly one. difficult to read. What? It's written oh, in a, man. It's written in a script that is like really hard to decipher, but you can tell based I'm on what it says. I'm proficient in Arcana, damn it. You like should have done the book. She's super proficient in Arcana. Like, um, she literally can, wrote Harry Potter, and she tweets really weird things about her series right now. You can right. tell that the book uh, has a title. You can only decipher one word or uh, a pair of words. And y- With all a you 17? Dang. All right. Yeah. Go for it. It's written in a really ancient language, but you can tell that two of the words uh, in the title are Old God. Old God. Well, that's what the name of the cult is, isn't it? Can I try reading it? Yes, you can. Wow. Plus Arcana? That's a 23. 23. Okay. So, Ella can read it almost perfectly. You can tell that it says, Birth of the Old God. It says, Birth of the Old God. Oh, shit, they're trying to resurrect a god! That's not a good idea. That seems rather culty. 
Yeah, I don't. I think we should maybe make them not do that. I don't like this religious tolerance stuff. We should just end them right now. Does the inside of the book say more? Are there like notes on the inside of the book? I'm going to open the book because I'm the one that has it in my hand. Yeah, I just looked at the title. I'm not taking it from Isla. That would be a rude thing to do, and we're friends. It's Isla. Isla. (laughs) Isla. Okay, so who opens the book? Isla opens. I open the book. Isla abre el libro. El libro. Um, so you open the book, uh, you flip through for a little while, and then you find a page, um, and all of the pages in the book are in the same language as the title, but they're completely indecipherable. They're written in a really sloppy, handwritten script. The script is in red, of which you can only assume is blood, and beside one of the pages, though, is several notes. These are what the notes say. In common. Yes, in common. Okay. To project, one must give blood. To receive is to consume blood. We sacrifice for the Father's power, for we are his cattle. Well, <laughs> hey, Isla, what's that book say? Is it, it says fun that you have recipes? to give blood and you have to take blood and we are cattle? That seems kind of fucked up. I've been called worse. Oh, this is something I forgot to mention. So, Ella, at the bottom of the laundry list, it does say this. Um, this was actually like written in there before. This is not me retconning. I'm just drunk. Um, <laughs> it says at the bottom of the laundry list... Um, Kill the aboliths cleanly and don't touch the walls or spill anything on them. They need to be fresh. Ooh, does that mean the green slime walls? I think we got to mess up the green slime walls. Is there anything? Okay, so we walked in through the green slime walls. We're in a room that has a desk and shit. Mm -hmm. Is there other, is there like a door or another place or is this the area? (laughs) Um, So are you saying that you look around the room? I am saying I look around the room. Okay. Uh, If you look around the room, you notice there are two doors that are in plain sight. They're both stone and they're both flush with the wall. Um, The walls are like still with like the the green with the the slime around them. Um, But the doors are stone and you can actually touch them. There's one to your left and to the right, but nothing in front of you. Hey, so um, I just realized that I have a spell that I think I can use to uh, heal uh, Luciano of his poison shit. Is it lesser restoration? Yes. So, uh, did you prepare that today? Yeah, I did. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so I'm gonna heal him real, real quickly um, using my second level spell slot. Um, yeah. What does that spell do? Just like you touch a creature and it, and can end either one disease or one condition afflicting it. The condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. So if he's poisoned, I can heal him. Okay. Um, I'll have, let's see, would you normally just roll for that, or would you? Roll? I think I would just do it, because it's not like a, an attack or anything. Um, okay, I'll let you try. So, I'll, I mean, I'll, like, like, go ahead, go ahead and do it. I mean, um, actually, could, okay, go ahead and go ahead and roll for it. Roll, roll just a d20, since it's something that you would normally do. She could do. do, like, a medicine check to try and figure out what she needs to fix. Haven't you guys already do that? It. Have you guys, haven't you guys already done that? I guess you could re-roll a medicine check. That was so long That was to ago. see if we could, remember. like, figure out what it was. Well, okay. So roll a medicine check to see if you can get, like, greater insight into what is afflicting him. You might be the best at medicine, probably. <laughs> well, uh, that's a nine. Um, you can tell that his wound is starting to become the same color as the blood that he's coughing up, although you don't know if it is being caused by the wound or if it's a secondary effect. But is it poison, though? Can I just try it? Can I just try to heal him? You can try to heal him. Okay, I'm going to try to heal him. Okay. 
Um, so you try to heal him. Um, he... So if he's blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned, I heal him. Okay. So you're able to heal him partially, but not all the way. His wound does start to fade back to the normal like red raw color, although there is still flecks of green in it. He is feeling a little bit better and is able to move on his own a little bit more, but he is not completely healed. His wound is still open, and he still looks a little bit woozy. Okay. So he's better. He's I better. did something. Yes. All right, cool. So back to the walls. Um, should we fuck up the walls? I mean, it seems like a, the right idea. I, I think ha- we need to see what these two other doors lead to, because maybe those oh, right. are the walls. Two we other don't doors. know what doors. I mean, we don't... I opened the we first door, so someone else has got to open the next okay, door. Okay, well, you open the left, and I'll open the right. All right, I open the left door. I open the right door. If they're if they're not locked. We'll split the party. Um, Nothing ever bad happens when you split the party. I mean, we don't leave the room. We just open them. We just open the doors. It's casual. Both of you are unable to open the doors. Cool. Uh, can I roll an arcana check to see if it's magicked? Is it locked? Can I see if it's locked? Can I see? Okay, she's rolling arcana check on the left door. On the right door, I just want to see if it's mechanically locked. Um, you don't notice any sort of mechanics on the door. You notice that it is flat and that there is something inscribed upon the door, but you cannot, like, figure out, like, intuitively just by looking at it, like, how to unlock it. Can I roll Arcana check on the left door? Yes. That's a nine. That is a nine. You notice the symbols on it are arcane and are, like, specific to one sort of, like, type of magic, although you don't quite recall what that type of magic is. All right. Um, I, I have a dispel magic spell. Yeah, I don't do magic stuff, so maybe you guys could try and fix it. I might have a level one spell for this. Let's check. I mean, what what are you looking to cast? Um, I have a dispel magic spell. Yeah, you should just do that. I've got like detect evil or something. Can you only use the? How often can you use the the dispel magic spell? I she have, just has spell slots. Yeah, I have two third level spell slots left, and it's a third level spell slot. Okay. Um. So yeah, should I? Is that a good idea to use that? I guess. Um. um so like, as the DM, I'll tell you that like, you don't have to use magic to open these doors. Like. Okay, maybe I won't then. Um, but I mean that that would work technically, although it would just get rid of the magic and not necessarily open the door. Okay, so Dartle, can you read whatever's or not Dartle Gargle? Gargle. I'm sorry. I am Gargle. Thank you. Can you read what's on the dang doors? Uh, what what language is on the doors, Rob? Um, it's an arcane language. Yeah. Let's, let's just say it's like an arcane language that like. Is I mean I don't know I'm not super good with the languages in this universe. Um, I can read celestial, common, elvish, and any combination of the of the twin. I can, I can read, read elvish and giant in I, common. I can read celestial, common, and druidic. Um, okay, so it's a bastard language between celestial and something else that you don't recognize. None of you, us recognize. No, I mean you two recognize some words in it, and like you recognize that it is like. Like some of the great. <sighs> so what are the celestial. words that we Is recognize? there like a switch or something in this room? Well, I mean, if you want, I'm to rolling try- perception. I want to okay. look around for a switch. That's to open a crit fail. I'm not rolling perception. Okay, so you <laughs> crit full of perception. Works. You have no idea what the door is. <laughs> I want to see if there's something in this room that seems like it would open the door, like a button or a switch or um, like a magic. Sh- all you can see in the door is the notes on the book and the table, the two couches and the two doors. Hmm. I go pick- sit on one of the couches. All right. 
I'm going to pick up he, the other couch. Isla sits on one couch, and Gargle picks up the other. I'm going to uh, take the couch. I'm going to hit the door with the couch. Uh, the couch and the door rebound against each other and do nothing. <sighs> I'm going to uh, go to the door and wait, say... Wait, so you said we recognize some words. So what are the words that we recognize? Open sesame. With um, celestial. With your knowledge of celestial, you notice that some of the runes on the door and some of the runes in the book have similar matching symbols you think might be the symbol for blood. Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, what's the last thing we killed and how far away is yeah, it? Yeah, can I use the blood of one of the boys to slather on the door? <laughs> yeah. Um, we yeah, slather there's, that blood. There's, there's, pool, there's blood pooled from a bunch of the, uh, or from the three um, cults that you slain, and it's still fresh, so. I'm going to go up to one of the small pools. I'm going to turn into dead pools. I'm going to put it all <laughs> over the door. Like uh, Which door? Um, the one on the left. The one on the left? Okay. Um, I do it on the one on the right. Well, I'll are, just are you guys splitting the party? No, we're right. I mean, are I'm we not I'm standing in the middle. We'll figure it out. Uh, no, sorry, smatter. sorry. So, like, from the place that you entered, there's nothing on the back wall of the room, but there's a door on the left wall of the room and a door on the right. Yeah, wall. well, we'll open both of them at the oh, same okay, time, okay, and okay, then yeah. we'll change. We'll yeah, I'll pick s- our I mean, actions. so we're all, in, we're all in the same room, so we're not splitting up. We're so, like, all in this <laughs> So okay. I slather on the one that Garglewood doesn't. Okay, so the door on the right side of the room leads down a corridor, which descends. Oh, on... so it opens. Yes, so it opens. You slather blood on it, and it opens wide open. It glows a faint, like red color, which is like vaguely ominous. Maybe you hear some like weird, like. And it's fine. Coming from the other Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know um, you're going immigrant song, but it just makes me think of Shrek too. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, so you can see for a little bit, but you see that the corridor slopes down, and your vision, like on, in line of sight, is blurred. Although you notice there might be a door. I have to... dark vision. Oh, okay. So if you have dark vision. You notice that shortly within the uh, the corridor, there are two doors to your left and two doors on your right. From oh, so many choices. All right. What did what did gargle happen? What happened to gargle? Um. So he that was the, the left door. door that you opened. Right? Yeah, he did the. She did the left door. And okay. then no, 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 no. Did I did. Right I did the right. He did the left. Oh my god! It doesn't matter. <laughs> it one does of them matter. did one door, and one if of them did the other door. If this he, is theater of the mind. Okay. If he has an intricate layout, it does matter. He just. I have one for one. I have made a maze before. I know that it matters. This is in our mind. Okay. He just has to flip So it you open the left door, it leads to a corridor that slopes gently down. You can see three other um, doors that branch off from either side of the corridor. And to the right, there's, uh, let's see. So this is Gargle's door? Yes. Okay. Um, the door to the right, uh, it opens, and you see a broom with three huge cages, each of which, each of which contains an abolith. Um, a fully grown abolith or a baby one? Like the Yorkie that we saw? That has to be a big fucking cage, right? They're huge. Damn, this is like Fluffy from Harry Potter. I don't know what Harry Potter is. I'm sorry. Fluffy is the name of the Cerberus type thing that guards it. Talking to the front of the mic! I said Fluffy is the name of the Cerberus type thing that guards the Sorcerer's Stone in the first book. Or the Philosopher's Stone if you're British. I'm sorry. I told you I would yell. Got it. Um, so do you enter either room? What do you want to do? Okay, so I, um, you know, I don't really want to fuck with those aboliths. I yeah. say we go to the doors. They are caged, so they aren't, like, roaming out and about. Yeah, I know, but I still want, I still, it was just oh, the cages, though. It was just the cages. Know. 
Yeah, um, let's go in the I doors. Mean, the cages are what you notice immediately. Yeah. Oh fuck! All right, so we gotta go down there and do perception, <laughs> right? I wanna. Okay, so let me get this straight. <laughs> Feel free. I'm gonna drink There's more whiskey. There's one side that is a hallway that has a bunch of doors. Yes. There's another side. This hallway that leads to a room that has a bunch of caged aboliths. You are correct. Maybe we should just fucking open the side that has the doors and open the door. Hey, he said the only thing we noticed was the, cage uh, the cages. So I think we should. I I'll go down there by myself. I don't give a fuck. I'll Fine, I'm there. gonna open fucking doors by myself. Okay, I go no, down. We can't just go nuts and open all the fucking doors. Let's yeah, think about right, this. You right. fucking watch Let's me. Think about this strategically. I don't need a man. I was chess champ in third grade. Telling me what to do. It's not because I'm a man. I, excuse me. Excuse me. I am a half elf. You don't know my struggle. Hey, Rob. So I'm gonna go down the the uh, hallway with the cages and uh, see if I can see anything else. I have um I'm pretty sure I have a cantrip that lights up the way. You have a light cantrip if you're an Azabon. Yes, I do have a light cantrip. So I'm gonna light that shit up and see if I see anything else. Okay, so you light up the room with the aboliths. Um, they both, they all of them like kind of like startle and look at you but since behind cages, um they like can't really do anything. You notice that the first two, um, the ones that are like closest to you, so they're on the left side of the wall when you walk in. Uh-huh. They ordered one, two, and three. Yep. Um, you notice that the first two um, like get kind of aggressive and start like kind of going towards the cage. Um, you also notice that there is a tub of water in each cage, like to house the aboliths. Um, so you notice that those two are aggressive. Okay. Um, however, when the light comes on, the third one, the farthest away from you, shrinks back to the far corner of its cage. He's a shy boy. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Uh, I want to like throw him some food or something. Um, you can look around the room to see what there is. Yeah, I'm gonna look around the room to see what there is. All right, roll perception. That is eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So you see on the wall opposite of the cages, you see uh three keys, each on a ring that's like perpendicular or like right across from the three cages. You also notice that there's a couple. Uh, buckets of rotting fish and guts. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Since I'm a druid, I'm going to use my wild shape to turn into an abolith. Um, okay. Before Can I do that, do though. you that at that level? What? Can you do that? Yeah, I got it on here. Okay. Um, before I do that, though, I'm going to throw them a thing of whatever the food was. To which aboleth? The shy one. Okay. And then so, I'm going to turn into one and approach his cage. So you throw food in the middle of the cage. Uh, for a moment it hesitates and then comes to the middle of the cage and covers it with his tentacles and its tail. You can't really see how it eat it, ate it, but you just know that it's gone based on the slurping noise it goes. It goes okay. And the food is gone. Um, and then you just see it looking at you, and the other aboliths like look like even more kind of like enraged, like and hungry. After I turn into one, uh, that's after you fed it, and then once you turn into one, the aboliths in the other two cages, like they don't stop being aggressive. They just kind of like don't like really pay attention to you at that point anymore. They're just kind of generally angry. But the other aboliths has noticed you and is like seeing you as an abolith. Okay, I don't really know what to do with this. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really know what to do with this. Um, I'm gonna. I don't know if I can still talk while I'm like. Uh, can I still talk when I'm I'm gonna say that shape? if you are a specific creature, you're able to communicate yeah, with a creature of the sense. same species. You'd be able to speak Ablis to Ablis. Okay, yeah, I talk to him and say, like, hey, what's up? Um, you don't hear clear words from it. Um, all you hear is, like, in a, like, a very deep and kind of, like, ethereal voice. Scared. Hungry. Caged. Aw, okay. Um... I'm gonna say, don't worry. We're gonna uh, fight these bad guys that have you caged up, and we're gonna come back and bring you home to where you belong. <laughs> um, in return, he just says, um, caged, caged, free, free. After, and I say I reply back. After we're done here, I promise I'll set you free back to where you belong. And then I uh, turn back into a human and I leave. <laughs> okay. I go back to my team and I say, uh, "There's only some abolists down there. One of them seems nice. The other two seem like bitches. So I'm not gonna bother with those two. So while she's been doing all this shit, I want to have been open indoors. Okay. Um. So. So if you go into the corridor opposite of the one that Isla went in, uh, those two doors on your left and one on your right. So do you open which one? Door one, one of the doors on your left or the door on your right? I'll go with the door on my right for now. All right. Um, so the door on your right, you find a medical equipment room uh, with some gauze, formaldehyde, sterilizing doctor equipment, also um, some nightshade. Oh, take the formaldehyde. Yeah, can I take some of that? Because I know how to... So as... Because I'm an assassin, I know how to do poison and shit, so can I take some of that? Uh, you may. Do you want to just take the formaldehyde, or do you want to take anything else? I want to take the formaldehyde and the nightshade. Fantastic. Okay. So you take that. Um, then you look around the room, and you don't see anything else that... Um, then I like to open the first door on the left. Okay. Um, oh, actually, okay. Well, I spoke too soon. Never mind. I'll figure it out. Um, okay, so the room on the left... Um, Okay, you notice a, you walk in, it's a small like, closet-like room, you notice that it is kind of a small shrine with a kneeling pad in the center, and a strange, esoteric, and uh, frankly disturbing statue um, in front of it, and then a bucket full of just miscellaneous goo and guts. What's the disturbing statue look like? Um, since, okay, well, she's the only one in the room, um... But if she looks at it, you notice that it is a many-eyed, grossly tentacled body with horse hooves and no real discernible head, but there's two eyes peeking out of the tentacles and a ripped open rib cage. Okay, so this looks like some kind of weird shrine. So I want to try and disrupt the shine, like kind of break the statue, pour out the bucket of weird goo stuff and kind of like pour that out outside of the room, kind of mess up the shrine. So if this was like some sort of a ritual thing, I can disrupt it. Okay. And get rid of it. Um, so you knock over the statue, nothing directly happens. Um, you knock over the uh, bucket of guts and you notice a small vial comes toppling out of it. Along with some other like hearts and guts and stuff. Yeah, so I'm like over here by this point, right? 
Um, I'll say that like uh, Ella is like the one in the the shrine room, and then you two are in the hallway. Um, so I see this vial. I kind of want to examine it. Do I recognize it? Um, roll medicine to see if you recognize it. That's a five. It's okay. You notice that it may be medicinal in some respect, but since you found it in a pile of guts and goo, you really have no idea what it could be a medicine for. Um, so yeah. Cool. Well, I'm just gonna keep this file. Okay. So I'm just Hey gonna... Ella, what you find in there? I just found this weird vial. I'm gonna keep it. Cool. Um, and there's one more room then, the second room on the left, right? Yes. Um Hey guys, there's another room here. I looked through these first two. Let's look through the second one. So we look through the second room. Okay, so you look through it. Um, you notice that it's really just a coat closet. There's a bunch of like hooded and cowled robes within it, and there's one that is shimmering just just slightly, um, and it has kind of like a weird like you know the the look that oil has when it's spilled over water, where it kind of shimmers in like a dark rainbow. Pattern? Yeah, the forbidden water. Yeah. That's kind of what this the texture of this robe looks like. Okay, I'm just gonna put the robe on. Why not? Okay, it's cursed. Um, so it looks dope on you. Ella puts the robe on. Uh, now roll one d four. Oh damn! That's a four. All right, you take four psychic damage. Rip. Damn. Hey Ella, are you what? What happened? This hurts my mind. Oh <laughs> shit! I won't touch it then. Um, if you had asked me, I told you to beware of putting on any of the cultist stuff. That shit is enchanted. Or yeah, whatever. you should listen to Luciano next time. Cough, well, cough. Maybe Luciano should have spoke up beforehand, so I take <laughs> the robe off. Okay, you take the robe off, uh, and you notice that you feel like almost overly exposed. Luciano notes this. I can almost see you better when you take the robe off. It's kind of strange. I don't understand. Huh, Wait. I wonder... <laughs> So wait, you're telling me when I put the robe on, you can't see me as well? I can see you, but you're kind of obscured, almost like you're in the corner of my vision. Ooh, oh, oh so sorry. <laughs> you okay, buddy? Wow. Sorry. Assault. Ooh. I'm interested. So wait, are you telling me that theoretically, if I were to put this robe on, could maybe people who are attacking me not see me as well? I don't know about that. I mean, I'm directly focused on you, so I can kind of make out where you are. But if I were to guess, I would say that the robe probably grants you some sort of bonus to stealth. Huh. Well, I'm gonna... <laughs> It'll add a couple to your stealth stat. Uh, I, I kind of like that. I'm a pretty stealthy person. I That's my thing. I go and I stealth, and then I kill people, and then I come out. Maybe I'll just hold on to the robe. I won't put it on, but I'll just hold on to it. Okay. It does hurt my mind wearing it, though, so I don't really like that. That doesn't seem like a good thing. It's all about Dang. those trade-offs, yo. It's all about those trade-offs. Okay, so what would you like to do? You have a long hallway in front of you. You're not sure where it goes. It descends downward, though. That seems like the way to advance the plot. Let's do yep, that. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> We're all going. Okay, you walk for about 20 feet, and uh, there's some lanterns all around you. The walls are still That's green nice. with slime. Like uh, you notice that at the end of the hallway, there is a door that is completely shut. It's two double doors made out of wood, and before the door is a small notebook. My light lasts for an hour, so I'm going to say that it's still... Well, also light's a cantrip, so you can keep casting it. Yeah, so it's still... just. I'm just saying it's on top of everything else. 
There's a book. Um, can we read the book? Um, you may. It's written in common. Hell yeah. I pick up the book. I read the book. <laughs> okay. That's fine. What's There's the probably nobody here, so we can probably just keep it open anyway. What's the book say, sir? Good, good sir, DM. Um, I have it written down. Let me just find it for a second. Yeah, um, take your time. Actually, I'm going to do a bathroom break. Okay, so you guys explored all three rooms in the uh, hallway that leads down into uh, a room that you guys have not opened yet. Um, you see the two doors in front of you. you I found... open it. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you finish. You, before you opened it, um, before you even like approached the door, you noticed that there was a book on the ground in front of it. Oh, right, right, right. We do that first. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was looking at the book, wasn't I? I think you were. Um, I think I was. You noticed, yeah, you were, you were, you were, definitely. You notice a lot of the book is written in the same unintelligible red, um, half-celestial, half-something-else script that um, you don't recognize, but mm -hmm. there is the last page, which you are able to flip to, um, right. which reads just this. Um, to receive a god is to give up a heart, and oh, let's see, I it cost me everything, God forgive me. Ooh. It sounds rather ominous. Okay. So what do you guys do? Now you shut the book and the door in front of you. Um, okay, well, I have the book. I tell everyone in the party what this says. What does I, it say? I can't read it. It <laughs> It's in fucking common, but okay. Um, I <laughs> I'm say, too drunk to read it. I'm Luckily, I'm 100% sober. I don't know how the fuck you're drunk. We just woke up. But I say to receive a god... Is to give up a heart. It cost me everything. God forgive me. That seems pretty literal. As uh, we saw a guy with his heart ripped out earlier. Yeah, and I don't know a whole lot about religion. And maybe Gargle, you know more about this. But I feel like to receive the power of God, you don't have to give up your heart. I think if a God's asking that, it's probably not a good Like, one. that's what clerics are all about, right? They get their power, they get from, their power gods, from gods, but they don't... I'm pretty well, sure they don't paladin. have to... Gardel is a paladin, and he oh, right, 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 fucking right. cut out his heart. In in theory, as in far as you guys know. Well, you didn't have to cut out your Did heart. Did you cut out your heart, Or Gardel? someone else's heart. Uh, of course not. Wink, wink. Yeah, that's well, not helpful. We all—I've known Gario for a long time, and I know that he's always so full of shit. So I'm pretty sure he didn't cut out his heart because he's not that cool. So okay, like, good. whatever. <laughs> he's not that metal. Okay, this is. Let's go through the door. Okay. All right, let's do it. Um, how do you go through the door? I pull it open. Yeah, okay. I want to open the door. You just pull it open. Okay. Yeah. So you pull open the door, um, and inside you see this. It is a large square room with the green glass and the ooze on the walls like before. So nothing's changed in that. But in the center of the room, there is a circle. In the middle of the circle is a, ro is a cultist that is disrobed from the chest up. Um, and his two hands is what you can only assume is the object that was stolen, which is a large, well, not large, but basically like a basketball-sized um, brown object which has two eyes and a bunch of tentacles coming down from it, also made of stone. He's holding it out in front of him. Right. Um, so the dude's tits out with the tentacle orb. Yes. <laughs> he tits out with a tentacle orb. You now know the title of this podcast, um, this if chapter. Would, if you would like to know more about this room, you may roll perception. I would like to roll in perception. Okay. So the room... Fuck. Wait, okay. do you want to hear my perception roll? I, I do want to hear your perception roll. Hold this on. is drunk DM stuff. Roll, yeah, what's your perception roll? It's an 18. 
It's an Wait. 18. Luckily, Wait. no matter how drunk I am, All I right, still am <laughs> an absolute stickler for the fucking rules. <laughs> 10. Okay. So on the 18 roll, um, it is pretty dark, and even um, Isla's magic cantrip can't completely enlighten all of it, um, especially where the cultist in the middle is concerned. He's a little bit obscure. However, what you notice is this, is that even though the cultist is, does not look injured, you can notice his heart beating rapidly. And by rapidly, I mean it looks like it is protruding out of his chest back and forth. Like, boom, boom. So like cartoony style. Yes. Like Guys, it is that's... like about to burst out of his own chest. He's Damn. holding the orb right in front of him. And all around him are this. Wait, it... so he's got he's got the stone thing in one hand and what's in the other hand? He's holding the stone thing with both hands. Oh, okay. okay. Um at his side is a uh sword that is similar to what the other cultists had, the serrated uh short sword. Cool. And uh all around him are this. There are a couple dead cultist bodies. There are three dead cultist bodies, each with the heart removed and placed in front of it um, in a circle and three uh, abolith tentacles also around the cultist. And the like, the three tentacles and the three hearts are like set apart like I tentacle remember heart, abolith tentacle heart. tentacles are important for some reason. Mm-hmm. Did I make a note? Something about sacrificing a heart to Kill the, the abolith fresh walls, Cthulhu stone stuff. That's what I got. Give blood, take blood. That's all the notes I wrote <laughs> about Okay, good stuff. I want to shoot the guy who has his heart beating outside of his chest, though. Okay, you can attempt to shoot him. Um, Be careful, don't kill him. He hasn't gotten in combat, so I can advantage. We need information, don't kill him. Uh, I I dropped the dice. That's not very good. (laughs) Well, you can't roll him good every time. It's a 10. Ten, ten to hit. A ten to hit. That's not very good. It's not very good. So you shoot your arrow at him, and because of the weird magical vortex, it veers to the side and completely misses him. All right, I just Magic. yell at him and I say, "Hey, what's what are you doing? What the fuck?" He does not answer, but now you can hear a faint chanting coming from him in the language that you don't understand. Okay, can I run up to him and stab him with my short sword? Um, you may. Roll the hit. He still hasn't gone in combat yet, so I do I, I still get advantage, I would think, as an assassin. You do? That is a 20. Okay, I'll say that that does hit. However, since he still has the magical vortex and he's mid-ritual, it you only manage to force the vortex enough to graze him. So roll for damage. And I get sneak attack. And then I'm going to use my savage attack feet to re-roll that. Awesome. That is... Oh, that's a lot of sixes, actually. That's 26 damage. Him. 26, 26 damage. Okay. Um, since he's mid-ritual, again, with the magic vortex, and you have to fight through it, you don't get to full like go at full strength, so even though you get advantage, you only do seven damage to him. That's like a quarter. What yeah. happens? What does he That's do? Does he... he doesn't do anything. He keeps chanting. You can see that he winces, but it doesn't slow his. Can I keep though. stabbing him, or is no, it no, a no, no, no. Thing? I'm gonna run up to okay. him and try to grab the f- stone fucking thing from his hand. Oh, that's a that's a better idea than just stabbing him. All right, roll for it. What do I roll? Like, uh, d twenty. I know, but like maybe not. strength. Strength. Uh, Dexterity. Yeah, do it for actually do it for constitution. Roll for constitution. Okay, I have plus zero constitution. That is a 14. 
Okay, so you're able to get close to him, almost enough to touch it, but before you're able to touch it, you are bounced back. Um, you don't take any damage or psychic damage, you just feel a little bit woozy, but you don't take any damage. Meh. Okay. Gargle, do you try to do anything? Yeah, I'm gonna... I'm see if I can... Shoot. Maybe I should try non-lethal damage and him like the flat of my greatsword, like bludgeoning, non-lethal. That work. Um, are you trying to like smack him out of the circle or something? Yeah. Okay. Um, Punch like, him so I want to. I want him alive to question him. Is the thing. All right. Roll for it. All right. High chance that's a big old miss, but uh, fourteen. All right, that's gonna miss. So all three of you try <laughs> hold to up, do hold it. Hold up, I got multi attack. Okay. Multi attack. Uh, natural one. Yeah, that's that's another miss. Okay, so the first attack you actually get somewhat into the vortex. Um, you don't quite hit him, although you do fight against it. On your secondary attack, though, your sword completely bounces off, um, and you do take uh, one point of psychic damage. Wow. Ah. Okay, um, Luciano, who has stumbled in a few paces after you, says. The ritual's already begun. Um, so, after you guys have all attacked him, and Luciano says his piece, you notice that, that the uh, vortex starts to become obscured in the really deep purple. It's not quite black, uh, but it is completely uh, obscured from what you can see. And so, for a few minutes, uh, not for a few minutes, for a few seconds, the vortex is completely obscured. And when the vortex dissipates, you notice that the cultist, who was human, is now a half-man, half-abolith creature. The bottom half has human legs that are much stronger than they were before. The top half is covered in tentacles, and where his head was is even more tentacles falling down in a rough headdress with two protruding green eyes coming from the center of it. He is an abomination. The ritual is complete. I'm hey, guys. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> Welcome to a boss. Final boss! All right, Hell we're going to yeah. take you down. Roll initiative, bitches. Roll initiative. That's so bad. I rolled a nat one. I All right, got eleven. I got fifteen. I got five. I've done pretty good on it. This minus one to Dex ain't great. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me record all of what you just said. Okay. This would be a great time if you're listening to imagine that. I forget who's who makes it. It's that song "Heart of Courage" that's in like every game trailer and stuff. This mm. is my fight. Song. No, no, you're that's talking about the talking one by about. Two Steps from Hell. Hell, like he gets it. I think it's like Thomas Bergeson. So the the boss rolled Isla gets 15. Next. I'm, I'm a five. I don't know where that falls in. Okay. Not high. Um, yeah, a five. I didn't you have a plus Gargle. four to dex? I have a plus four to dex. <laughs> hey, right. we're going to get copyrighted. Don't play that shit. Where are you at, Gargle? Uh, I got an 11. I'm a rogue. Dexterity and intelligence are the things I'm good at. Okay. Um, let me just, uh, get things organized here, because I just have one long Word document with all of this stuff about it. Um, Same, actually. <laughs> okay, so the boss, uh, pulls out his short sword, and he has multiple tentacles. Um, so he is the first one to attack. Uh, how are you guys arranged in this room? Are you guys just all, like, in a line in front of the door? 
Um, well, I ran up to him to stab him with my short sword. Yeah, I so. also tried to yeet the thing, yoink the thing out of his hands. So I would like, say that we're all pretty close to him. We're all surrounding him. Three different sides. Hey, um, Mr. Paladin, do you think you could, like, throw me a heal? Yeah, uh, how many, how much healing do you need? I, um... My Before you finish your conversation, the boss hits you with an tentacle attack, uh, one per each person, so Fuck. he's gonna roll for it. Uh, I can only heal up to 40, so we got- we Well, gotta... I'm only missing 23, so- Only- that's more than half of my total healing power, so yeah, let's, but let's think <laughs> about that. I have 43, uh, total. 14, 19, and 13. Do any of those hit for either of you? Wait, wait, wait. 14, 19, and 13? Ones are about who? Yeah. Um, one, per each, one per each person. So you're hit by all of them? Yes. 14, 19, and 13? My armor class is 14. Okay. Yeah, mine is 13. Mine is 16, so only the 19 hits me. Okay, so Darnold's hit by one tentacle. You tie with the other one, so you're able to... How would, how do ties for that work with armor it class? It depends it's, on what you want to do. Yeah, it's up to the DM's discretion. If Usually it, people say um, it's just... if it. A lot of times if you're trying to help the players, if it goes through, then it goes through. But usually people say if okay. it meets, it doesn't hit. I'll Basically handle- decide if you hate me or not. If you hate me, Yeah, if hits. you hate me also. I'll handle you, you two be first. be friends after this recording? That's how you decide. If I This decides whether I get hit by all three or just two. So yeah. Okay, the, the, it targeted one tentacle for each of you. Oh, okay. I see. So we're going to start with Gargle. And it's 2d6 to hit. Uh, or 2d6 for damage. So that is six plus five. So that is 11 damage to Gargle. Ow! And I also need you to make a uh, DC or a constitution save. All right, con save, huh? And the number to beat is 14. That's a 26. Congratulations. You do not get affected by the tentacle. I flip off the tentacle <laughs> with the power of God. <laughs> Hashtag paladin. Um, I am just going to have uh, Ella make the constitution save as well, since you tied. That's a 15. Okay. Wait, wait, constitution. Yeah, it's 15. Okay, so you do not get hurt by it either. Hey! And then for Isla for damage. That is a 6 plus 5, so that's another 11. Okay. I'm down to 9 damage, y'all. Big I'll X. heal you. Just give me one sec. Okay. Okay. So now we are back to Isla. Okay. I'm gonna do a thing. I'm gonna cast Confusion. Um, this spell assaults and twists the creature's minds, spawning delusions and provoking uncontrolled action each creature within a 10-foot radius sphere, and I'm going to angle it so it's only him in the sphere. Okay. Um. Uh, each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range must succeed on a wisdom-saving throw when you cast a spell or be affected by it. An affected target can't take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each of its turns to determine its behavior for that turn. <laughs> okay, so do you have to roll to hit it with that, or is it just immediate? No, I'm just confusing it. Okay, um, so, so you have to uh, do a wisdom-saving throw, and if you fail, you're confused, and if you... See, you're not confused. What's the number to beat? Just roll. Okay. Uh, it rolled a 21. Ah, fuck. Yeah, you saved. Okay, so the Eldritch Horror shrugs off uh, the Confusion Ray and it. is back in business and it is pissed and it uh, releases a mighty screech which sounds like... Ah! That was loud. I don't like that. 
Not a fan. <laughs> okay, it's now Gargle's turn. Um. All right, guys. Jesus, spell or just run at it. Let's let's. Hey, heal me, please. Uh, but let me. I'm at nine HP. Doesn't that cost an action, though? I mean. <sighs> okay. All right, fine. I'm gonna lay on hands. I'm gonna run over to you and lay on hands. How, how much health do you have for Max? My max is forty-three. Right now, you... I'm at nine. So what is that? Thirty-four. What? Well, how are you doing? Uh, not Kitza. What's your name now? Ella. What's your full HP? Um, my max HP is fifty-one. I'm at thirty-eight. All right. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna hit you with. I'm gonna hit you with thirty. Right. I'm gonna hit you with thirty HP. Do you have to roll for it? No. Cool. I've got a max. I can heal up to 40. So now I've got 10 HP left. So I'll do it to uh, Amelia once I get a chance. And do I get a bonus action at all? I don't know. How do bonus actions work? I mean, if you have a spell or something you can cast on a bonus action, I think you can. Well, let's lay on hands a spell. Lay on hands is a... I think it's... Hold up. Um, lay on hands is a... Okay, if it's a weird paladin thing, I don't know how it works. But essentially, if you have a spell where the casting time is a bonus action, if you're not technically casting a spell as your action, I think you could te- you could do that. I also don't think Rob's going to really give too much of a shit about that. All right, in that case, because it's not actually a spell and I do have a bonus action, I'm going to use magic weapon to make my giant greatsword uh, called the charlatan, a, a magic weapon. It's now called the magic charlatan. Um, and there okay. you go. And then if I do it again, I'm going to call it Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, fair enough. So that you don't do any damage to him then. You don't no, he healed him, me and I, did his magic thing. Yeah, no damage on this one. Let's not get too excited. Okay, so now it is Ella's turn. I'm going to try and stab it with my short sword. Okay, roll the hit. That is a natural 20. Hell yeah. Woo! Double damage. All right, Which, that hits. And because it's in within five feet of my combatant, I get to roll sneak attack, and then I get to double it, the dice, because it's a natural 20. Oh, shit. 19 times 2 is 38 damage. Hot Hell yeah. Damn. And... As a bonus action, can I drink my health potion? I'll save my health potion in case I get super low. You may. So I don't do anything as my bonus action. I just stand there and look menacing with my short sword. Gargle is like secondhand scared. What's up? Did you make did you make your action? Wait, were you doing a bonus action? No, I don't really. Ha- I mean, I could just like. Oh, okay. Wait. Dis- sorry. I'm I- gonna. I mean, I'm just gonna stay there because I'd rather it hit me than hit Isla again. Okay. So I don't want to like disengage or anything. So I'm just gonna stand there and look scary. Can I like try and intimidate it on a bonus action? I don't know. You can sure try. Roll DC in- five hundred. Intimidate. intimidate the boss. That's a seven. That's not gonna work. <laughs> okay. Um. So all of you are within uh, within striking dish- distance, within 10 feet. So he's going to use his tail attack, which is a legendary action because he's a boss. So he can do legendary actions. Ah. Um, sounds okay. like a bitch move, but whatever. I mean, it is a bitch move, but you guys are all level eight. So oh, no, it's totally fine. We're definitely doing it. The boss is bitchy. Um, That's good. That's how it's supposed to be. That's balanced. We're all bitches. So since one attack, I'm just going to do the one roll for you guys, and then if it applies or doesn't apply, we'll just go from there. Okay. Wow. He rolled a 24. 
for AC? Yeah. I'm uh, gonna use. Wait, what kind of is a tail attack? It's a physical attack. Yeah. Then I'm gonna use uncanny dodge. Okay. So Ella jumps over the tail attack, um, and then I'm assuming it hits for the rest of you boys. Yeah, I just get half damage. Oh, you just get half damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll do your damage first. I need another d6. Boom! Thank you. Four, five, and two, so six and five, so 11. Um, so that does, uh, for you, it does eight damage. And then Wait, for... how is half of 11 eight? Oh, sorry, it's uh, 11 and then it's a plus five. So it's Got 16. It. Um, so half of 16 is eight, so it does eight damage to you and it does 16 to both of you. Jesus, good thing you healed me because I would have been dead. And... <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. DM hand, you should give me inspiration once we get back to the normal <laughs> campaign. Yeah, okay. Boo. That's lame. All right, who's next? Um, after the half Aboleth monstrosity, it is Isla. All right, I'm using Ice Storm. Which, oh, shit. Which is a fourth level spell. Ooh. Um, so. A hail of rock-hard ice pounds to the ground in a 20-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range, and I'm focusing it so it only hits him. Um, so you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. <laughs> this is a fun spell. <laughs> um, he gets a 16. Damn it. All right. Okay. So um, creature takes two eight. Uh, 2d8, bludgeoning damage, and 4d6 cold damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. So, uh, I guess just one and two. Do you need any dice? Yes, I need one d6. So that's 13. 13 damage. 13 damage. That's pretty good, even on a failed save. Not, not too shabby. I'm out of fourth level spells, so. Oof. Okay. Alrighty. Um, after he slid is gargle. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna hit with my magic weapon and also channel divinity on that. So it adds a plus five to attack rolls. So I have a total of plus eleven, which I didn't need. But that that would be um, uh, twenty eight. Twenty to hit. Yeah, obviously that hits. <laughs> okay, and then I'm gonna use divine spite and expend a spell slot. So, um, which means I've used two spell slots now. Okay, so it's two d six. No problem. So it's two d six plus one for my holy weapon thing, which is still in effect, and then plus one d eight. Um. Yeah, plus 1d8. So you got 1d8 anywhere? Uh, yeah. 12 plus 3, uh, 15 damage. Does 15. Okay. So then I'm going to multi-attack and attack again. And uh, let's see here. Channel Divinity is still in effect. Um, that would be 26 to hit. And I'm going to use another spell slot to use Divine Smite. So that would be... I've only got one spell slot left in first level, but whatever. That's a solid two. 
five. Nine Drum damage. Maps. All right, nine damage. Which is really low considering I rolled two D6s and a D8. Yeah. <laughs> Plus three. Okay, the boss has been uh, obviously weakened. He's, uh, he's taking quite a lot of damage. He's bleeding profusely, and he's still just screeching unintelligibly. Um, I need to do some rolls real quick, so just bear with me for a sec. I've got oh, one man. level one spell left. This is a long episode, my dudes. It is a long episode. Well, I mean, we're drunk, and so we no, faffed, it's okay. We, we it's faffed just, around for a little bit. I'm just gonna hate it after I'm once oh, I'm editing. That's not a d20. <laughs> okay, fantastic. <laughs> so who just went? Just out of curiosity. That was gargle. gargle. Okay. Gargoyle wine keg. Okay. So Gargoyle went. Now it is Ella's turn. Okie dokie. I am going to stab it with my short sword. That is an 18. Uh, that hits. Okay. And my allies are still engaged with it, so I still get sneak attack. Because <laughs> I'm a bitch. And I will use my savage attack to re-roll my weapon die to see if it's how, better. How long do you get your savage attack? Like, how many times? I just get to use it once per turn. <laughs> once per turn. Wow. Okay, yeah. I'm really glad I didn't bump you guys up to level 12, or else this would be just way too easy. It's okay. I didn't roll well on my sneak attack, if it makes you feel better. That's fair. Oh, no, you didn't. I mean, however you guys roll is however you roll. I don't really care either way. That's a total of nine damage. Total of nine damage. Okay. Yep. I stab it with my short sword for nine damage. Okay. It's still alive. Um, now it is so. back to the boss. Okay. So it is again going to use its three tentacle attack, which is a multi-attack. So I'm going to roll first to hit uh, Gargle. I always forget where I put this. Okay, so that is a 19. Yeah, it hits. Um, okay. And then that's 3d6, so someone could lend me some. 3d6, oh man. <laughs> It's the final boss, yo. It's the final, final countdown. On the same wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> I need another D6, y'all. <laughs> Thank I have, you. I have like a billion D6s. That, that's true. She has a lot. So that does. I just thought you how much HP do you have left? Um, how much damage are you going to do? It's going to do 15 damage. Okay, I'm still fine. Okay. By fine, I mean I've got not a ton left. <laughs> you still both still right. have healing potions. Yeah, that's true. All right, I also need you to roll a constitution check. Oh, Jesus. I've got 15 health left in case anyone at home is curious. Uh, solid 12 on that one. Okay, so you do not uh, meet it, and you <laughs> become diseased after one minute. So I'm going to say that after another turn, you become diseased. Okay, cool. Um, oh, that, would, that would be like two turns. To be fair, each, turn is, six each turn is six seconds. Okay, so let's But call you're, it, you're the god of this world, yeah, so let's, you can make it however the flavor is for business. Let's call it after uh, two turns, uh, you become poisoned. You start to fear the, feel like the magic disease that this thing inflicts upon you. Gotcha. Um, and I'm going to say it does... 1d4 of damage uh, every turn once it comes into effect. Gotcha. Okay. Next to hit is going to be Ella. It gets a 15. That hits. Okay. It hits. (laughs) 
death on whistling on my part. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, pretty lucky on this one. Only eight damage. Okay. Oof. Yeah, it's like suddenly you're like, oh, that's fine. And then you get eight damage. You're like, oh, wait, that's I'm not doing as good as I want to be. <laughs> um, I also need you to make a constitution saving throw. I'm going to use some marble dice for this. I have a couple different dice. That is a natural 20. Damn. How many have you rolled tonight? Okay. Enough. That's a 21 total, but it's a natural 20. Um, okay, not only does it not affect you, but for whatever reason, the, the disease rebounds on him, and he is going to take, um, let's say, 1d4 of uh, Sucks to suck, bitch! <laughs> okay, like, how? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a natural 20, right? You're a nat 20? <laughs> yeah, nat 20 on the save? It was I can a nat just kind 20. Here's the thing you guys need to know, is that I have been extraordinarily blessed by the gods in many ways. But in hey, ways, you're not your cleric person this time. Okay, since this rogue it's is... It's just, no, is, me as Amelia has been <laughs> blessed as the di- from the dice gods, I swear. Ella is not so, not. like, constitutionally strong based on the curse that was placed upon her where she has to yeah. do whatever anyone says that her will literally mm-hmm. rebounds the curse upon the it's enemy and he takes dude. a minor amount of damage. I mean, I guess I can't, I can't argue God, but it doesn't mean I can't complain about it. <laughs> And he takes one damage, so don't complain too hard. Uh, <laughs> okay, and the next to hit is for Isla. Blade on me. Oh, boy. Oh, no. That's a nat 20. Uh, <laughs> oh, no! Sorry. Y'all, I'm, So I'm, he does I'm double dying. damage. Uh, Natural one. Okay, I'm going to try and concentrate all of my mind into... Making Rob roll a natural one on damage. Okay. I've died. Fuck up. Oh, sorry. Oh, I didn't work. All right. So, uh, what is it? What's the damage? It's not great. <laughs> oh uh, no. <laughs> um. Okay. So. That's going to be a crisp 10, 10 damage. Is that doubled or? Oh, that is not doubled. So it would be 20 damage doubled. <laughs> Yay. Are you still alive? Yes, I am. Ha! Barely. Okay, so one of this, this tentacle, instead of striking you, wraps around you and just squeezes you super hard and does a bunch of bludgeoning damage and just messes your shit up. Oh, God. All right. Got to make it. Maybe we can make Constitution saving throw. Shit, all right. Um, I told you I was going to make this hard on you guys. It had to be a trade-off. Constitution, that's a 19. Okay, so you survive. You do not get cursed. Hell yeah. Fantastic. Now okay. it's my turn, right? Uh, Actually, it's Luciano's turn. Oh, cause, shit. Because he's back in this fight, so he stumbles in. Luciano! Um, Just for my like mental reference, like... Who has the most HP right now? Not me. Um, I have 22. Where are you at, Gargle? I'm at 16, so that would be you having the most HP. That's me. Okay. Let me do some rolls here. Okay. Hey, Gargle. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's, what's up? What's your armor class? 16. Okay. So, Luciano stumbles in from the hallway. 
His crossbow is loaded. If this bitch is a traitor, what? it's our no. fucking gun. What? This is totally new information. Who could Wait. have seen this coming? Wait a minute. I don't like this. It's a trap. <laughs> it's, a tra- it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> this fucking bitch. Are you fucking kidding me? No one could have possibly predicted this guy <laughs> being a traitor. This shit is bullshit. No, this shit is Luciano. bananas. Luciano. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Hey, bananas. Him talk. Let him talk. Let him, let him talk. Luciano shoots you in the back with his crossbow. Literally just shot you in the back. Four, seven damage. Ow. Ow. Fuck this guy. I'm not screaming out because of the damage. I'm screaming out from the emotional hurt I have from this hey, betrayal. Hey, when we survive this and we go back to the guild, I want to be the new captain. And <laughs> <laughs> is the captain now. Isla's the captain now. Yeah. Luciano. As you turn around, the combat ceases. The main boss stops attacking for a second. You all turn to Luciano. You notice that he's now standing upright, and he doesn't show any visible signs of being slowed by the damage across his chest, despite the wound still being open. However, the wound is now calcified over with a purple-green slime. His eyes have also turned green, and there are purple veins pulsing from around his head into his wound. It is clear that the poison and the damage that was caused to him earlier was not simply mundane, but something out of this world that you could not have experienced. Whatever it is, it has now caused Luciano to betray you. He is now joined with the final boss in battle. This is oh. completely unpredictable. None of us no, could no, have no, seen No, 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 no. It's not his personality. It's whatever fucking hit him. Yeah. He is cursed by. Y'all think if we kill the final boss, it'll he'll stop being cursed? Yeah, or I no? think we still concentrate on the big big boy. You always concentrate on the big bat. I'm just saying. Is it my turn yet? This is what you get for being boy. You this is just Buffy, man. fucking went, didn't no, you? No, I didn't. No, you literally have been the it's most recent one to go. It's literally my turn, isn't it's, it? It can't be your um, turn. It is now Isla's turn, yes. I told you! That, that's not how math works. <laughs> so the rolls I did earlier was for Luciano's um, initiative score, and it just so happened to be in between the boss and Isla. So once the new round started, I just threw him in there. Just for the behind-the-scenes knowledge. I didn't do this like completely out of nowhere. So. No, yeah, I get you. Okay, so... The, the party looks demoralized <laughs> as I tell them this information. Yeah, for real. Um, So I'm going to do Erupting Earth, which is a spell that I did earlier. It's a 20-foot cube, and I'm going to do it straight under Big Boy. Um, And you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, he rolled a six. That does not save. I need two D12s, please. Um, I have so many from you. Here's a 12. Oh, I guess you got two 12s. Okay. (laughs) 24 damage. Ooh. (laughs) Take that, bitch! So, what was the attack again? Uh, It was 24 damage. Okay. So. Well, like what type? It was a eruption, right? Like a, from underneath. Him. Yeah. So it was like a. It's like a cube of ground, just kind of like. All right. Like an earthbender. So, Isla manages to earthbend a giant <laughs> cube underneath the boss, which slams him into the ceiling, turning him into a goo and tentacle paste. Yeah. He's completely yeah! destroyed. However, from his guts rolls the magical object that he was holding that was in his chest uh, when he fully transformed, but now it is out and about. I was like in his tentacle, or Isla was in his tentacle, right? Because he like squeezed me that one time. Mm-hmm. So wait, what's this? what's left? The magical object, what does it look like? 
the magical object is the object I described earlier. It's the stone head with tentacles coming out from it with two eyes. It's the Cthulhu the statue. Mm-hmm. I mean, no me gusta. Mm-hmm. Um, Luciano is still in combat, though, and Luciano starts sprinting for the object. What do you do? I want to, like, okay. stab him. Wait, wait, wait. Is it, are we still doing, like, turn? I guess not, because he died. Um, I, like, fell from his tentacle, right? So I'm, like, yeah. right under where he is. So I'm going to scoop it up. Um, roll a d20 for speed. I'll roll, I'll roll against you for Luciana. For speed? Yeah, don't, just don't add any modifier to it. Just a raw I want to stab the bitch. I got 12. He got two. Okay, so you scoop it up from him. Um, from like you know before he grabs it, hell yeah. Um, and you notice a strange power like going through you. You notice that you're thinking a lot of dark thoughts, and your mind gets clouded. You also take one psychic damage. Oh god. Okay. Thank God it wasn't any more than that. Um, you're holding it in both hands because you can't wield it without that. So I'm assuming that you sheathed or dropped your weapon. I didn't have one. Oh, that's right. Your weapon's your magic. Boy. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Still, both your hands are occupied, so yeah. you're going to have to juggle it, put it down, or give it to someone else before you cast again. Okay. Okay, you're now in battle with Luciano, who is admittedly feebled, but is also a character that I rolled specifically for this. So this I still fun. have wanted to stab him. Um, okay, so I'm going to keep with the same um, initi- initiative checks, basically, just minus the boss. And... So the last person to attack him was Isla. Was Isla. The last person to go. Yes. Okay. So and he Gargle. was right before me. Yeah. Luciano is now right next to. Wait, Isla. we don't want to kill. I feel like he's influenced, so we don't want to like kill him. I mean, maybe you don't want to kill him. I see a bad guy. I want to stab a stab. Yeah. Plus, I can lose his dead body. I mean, holy uh, stuff, Paladin. Also, Wait, Gargle. but I have a. I have a. You said it seemed like. Whatever his wound was was influencing him, right? It seems like he, he got noticeably different once you entered the boss room. As Wait far a as you minute. Can tell. Okay, I have a dispel magic. Can I do? Yeah, can I do turn the unholy? Uh, what does that do? Uh, as an action, you can censure fiends and undead. Each fiend or undead uh, that can see or hear you within thirty feet must make a wisdom save DC sixteen. All failure is turned for one minute until it takes damage. Luciano is technically human, not a fiend or an undead. Ah, uh, dumb. <laughs> or he's not a human. He's a half elf, but he's a humanoid, so he's not a fiend. Gotcha. All right, I'm just gonna hit him with my sword. <laughs> also, roll one d4 for psychic damage since it's now your turn again. I forgot about that. Yeah, that would be two damage. <laughs> I'm getting really low, guys. It's gonna come down yeah, to the you're wire. low. I'm at yeah. two right now. All right. I'm, I'm higher than that. All right. I'm going to... So, yeah, I'm going to use... I'm just going to hit him with my sword. And my weapon is still holy, I think, for like another minute or so. Um, so that would be 20, non, uh, 20 non-natural. Uh, to hit? Yeah. All right. That hits. No branding smite this time. This is two D sixes. That'd be uh, eleven damage. Okay. And then uh, as a uh, multi attack, that is a twenty six. Be ten damage. Okay. And then as a bonus action, I'm gonna do branding smite. I get rid of yet another spell slot, <laughs> um, and that is just. Uh, next time I attack, it does an extra 2d6 radiant. 
I now have one D one uh, second level, one first level spell, and I'm out. That's so you're going to cast that, but you're not going to attack with it this turn. Yeah, unless okay. I can. Yeah, I don't have any actions left. <laughs> okay, after gargle, it is Ella. Okay, I. How does he look? How does Luciano look? Um, I mean, he was haggard before he started the fight. I mean, he he was still wounded, but uh, you know, he's he's still up and going. You know, he can still attack you. He's still dangerous. Okay, so I'm going to attack him with my short sword. Okay. That's a D12. That doesn't even matter. Um, that's a non-natural 20. All right, you hit. Is he still engaged with my compatriots? Um, I feel like it's too late to define what engaged means at this point. I mean, he's not in active combat. but I mean, I mean are there like, people within five feet of him because they were stabbing him? Um, yeah, they're in within five feet. <laughs> Use my savage check. Just roll that to see what the hell. Oh, it rolled the same. Okay, that's ten, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one damage. Just and rogue things. Just rogue things. But like, I don't want to like super kill him. I just wanted to like knock him unconscious if that puts him over. Um, what was the damage you did to him? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. Um, it neither knocks him unconscious or kills him. Um, can did we? Did you say potions? Did we decide if those were a bonus action or an action? They were um, a bonus, bonus action. action. I'd like to take my healing potion as a bonus action. Got you. Okay, that's seven. That's better than nothing. Okay, that's my turn. I'm good. Okay, so now it is back to Captain Luciana's turn. Since he is a fighter. He gets the second wind ability, which means as a bonus action, he gets to regain 1d10 plus 10 HP. What a bitch. <laughs> I say as I've rolled sneak attack on everything. Um, is this a 1d10? I think so. Yeah, d10s are the weird one. Yeah, it's a d10. It's the one, it's a zero through nine, right? Yeah. Okay. Weird percentile dice. Okay, so he regains 13 HP as a bonus action. Um, so you notice that he kneels down for a second, and then a bunch of green and purple energy um, from the hearts and tentacles flows into him, and he regains a little bit of the vigor that he lost during those attacks. Okay. Now, um, let me just make sure I understand how this character works before I do this. Fantastic. Okay. So, he is going to undraw his rapier, and he is going to charge... Gargle, first. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. He's going to roll the hit. He gets a 10. That's a miss. Okay. He also gets a bonus action once per turn. Bonus attack action. It's called action surge. You can use one per short rest. In the sense he's not fighters, man. I hate fighters. Oh, my God. It's a 10 again. That's still a miss. So he misses you twice. Um, and that ends his turn. So now... Yeah, bitch! It's back to Isla. All right. Isla is going to do, um, produce flame and eat it at him. So... That is a 16. Okay. Um, let's make sure that hits. You said 16? Yes. Does not hit. Damn. Okay, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, now it's Gargle. All right, uh, I'm going to go for the um, 
for Yield Attack roll. All right. As Yield Natural one. <laughs> nice. Um, once added, everything added though. That's like five plus one, so one plus six. But yeah, that's still a critical miss. Okay. Yeah. It's like an eight though. <laughs> so not only do you critical Nine. miss, you swing your sword and it gets lodged into the stone by his feet, and you can't get it out. You're gonna lose an action next turn. I lose an Damn. action. Wait a minute. I lose an action next turn. Can I just lose the weapon next turn? I feel like theoretically, I'd still, I'd be still be able to punch the guy. Okay. Yeah. You lose yeah. your sword. It takes one turn to get your sword out of the stone. But okay. If you can do unarmored damage, or you like on, like yeah, equipped damage. In that case, with my sword in there, I'm just gonna fucking punch the guy <laughs> with my unarmed strike, which is uh, literally like four damage. And I don't think I roll for that. That's just four damage. Um, <laughs> do you have to roll to hit for that? I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah, I have to roll to hit. I mean, like for for the uh, for the damage though. So that's a solid eleven. Uh, okay, um, you do not hit him. He redirects your punch and throws you back towards your sword, but like five feet away from it. Let's see here. Let me see if that last spell did anything to help me for that. Uh, branding smite. What's that one do? Nah, it's only if I hit. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now it's Ella's turn. Ella, I would like to stab him with my short sword yet again. <laughs> <laughs> that's not very good. That's an eight. Uh, it does not hit. Well, rip. Okay. I'm just going to stay there because I know if I move, then he'll only hit my friends who are much more closer to death than I am. Can I retcon that I drank my health potion as a bonus action because I forgot to do my bonus action? Uh, I'm not going to let you retcon that. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. Um, so he is going to, Luciano is now going to run towards... Um, Ella, and with his rapier out, and he's going to try to stab her, and he gets a 27 to hit. Uncanny dodge. Okay, which halves the damage, right? Yep. Okay. Need a D8. Let's see. Those are bullshit. Uh, it does 10 damage plus, or minus a half, so it's 5 damage. I'm going to make sure that you can't do anything else here before I continue. Um, no, that's cool. And maybe he just doesn't do anything else. You know, maybe he just goes. Oh. He actually is able to do an extra attack. So he's going to do that. So he's got to run past you after he attacked you and, like, bipped you with his rapier. It's a shallow stab. But then he rolls by you and goes after Isla. Again. No. With, again Please with his miss. rapier. Natural one. Go for it. Nope. Um, that is a... That's a 19. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Okay. Minimum damage. Even, even if. <laughs> um, that's going to do 8 damage. Isla's down. Okay. So Isla's down. He stabs her through the stomach. He gores her. Ugh. She's still alive, but she's writhing on the floor. Yeah. Now, uh, Gargle and uh, Ella are facing him from the other direction. Well, do I do How is he death? looking? No, you do that. You do the death saves on your turn. It, it is my turn. 
Oh. Uh, aren't I after him? Uh, yes, it's Issa's Wait, turn. just for the ambiance, how's he looking? How's he looking? Mm-hmm. Um, he's looking pretty beat up. You guys have done a number on him, but he still has energy to go and keep on attacking you guys, and he's he's making a fight out of it. Okay, oh, even though Issa gets stabbed through the stomach, she still clutches on to the stone boy. Okay. Um, so do I do a death save? Uh, go for it. Oh, not 20. I get one hit point back. Fantastic. Hell so yeah. Th- does that fully resurrect you or is it just yeah. like kind of Yeah, so, yeah, because I looked at the rules since the last time. Yeah, you guess. guys lied to me last time. Okay, well, I didn't remember off the top of my head. I was trying to play it safe and not get bonuses, but you get one hit point back with a natural 20 on death save. Yeah. Do I, just... I still get to do a turn or is that my turn? That is your turn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I only lost one point of damage. So. <laughs> Total after that. So, turn, so Ella pulls herself up from the ground and she's breathing heavily and Isla. Isla. Sorry, yeah, pardon Isla. me. Um, so Luciano turns back, uh, turns like 180 degrees back to look at uh, Gargle and Ella, and it is now Gargle's turn. Right. I'd like to point out, I think because of my great weapon weapon style fighting thing, I could have re-rolled that natural one. So we're going to keep that in mind. Okay. You can re-roll a one or... No, never mind. That's a damage dice. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Damage dice alone. Okay. Anyway. I, which means I could have re-rolled any, even more. I should remember that. All right. Um, I'm going to go with... I take an action, right, to... I might have a damage spell. Let me check if I have a damage spell because I don't want to take an action to take my sword out of the damn ground. Um, Wait, how how is it looking? Um, I'd say he's looking about as good as you guys are right now. Like beat up, but like alive. Okay. I've got six HP, so you better be right about that. I say I call out to them. Don't kill him. All right, fine. This probably won't kill him. I'm gonna. Punch him again. <laughs> I can check you okay. Your sword okay. <laughs> that sword's staying in that stone, guys. Um. All right. That would be plus six. Fifteen. Fifteen to hit. Yep. Doesn't hit. Fifteen. Oh, shoot. Okay. So, um, second attack. That's a non-natural twenty. Uh, that does hit. All right, so that's an unnatural 20, so that's 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 just four, um, and then plus two D6 because of the branding smite. So that's 10 damage. Gotcha. And then as a bonus action, I am going to uh, down my health potion, which is 2D4 plus my con, right? No, it's 2D4 plus two. That's right, 2D4 plus two. Right, that's eight health. Okay, sounds good. It is now Ella's turn. Okay, I'm gonna stab this bitch with my short sword. Don't kill him! Rip. <laughs> well, I don't even fucking hit him, that's a seven. You do not hit him. Okay, it's back to Luciano's turn. So, uh, he goes to Gargle, he rushes up to him, this time pulling out his whip. Um, instead Kinky. Of- yeah. <laughs> Luciano is nothing if kinky. Um, so <laughs> you mean nothing if not kinky? <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. He's he's a kinky boy, so I'm trying to get out here. Okay. Yikes. That's a, that's a big yikes. Um, 14, does that hit? No, it does not. Oh. Paladins are tanky. 
<laughs> okay. Well, he still has his rapier in his other hand, so he's going to try to whip you with it. Or not whip you, but just like, uh, like, I don't know, stab you with it. I guess that's the verb I'm looking for. Uh, and that does a non-natural 20. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a hit. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry, I misread the roll. That's a 18. That's still a hit. <laughs> okay. Um, that does 10 damage. Still alive! Thank God for the healing <laughs> potion, because that's the only reason I'm still alive. Okay. And that's the end of his turn, so it's back to Isla. Okay, remind me one more time uh, where it seems like... Why Why is he attacking us? I'm sorry, I'm drunk. I couldn't remember. You've already explained why, this once. Why is he attacking us? He's yeah. influenced by magic goo. Um, yeah, all, all, you, all you know is that he betrayed you in the middle of the boss fight, and he looks uh, similar in terms of coloration as the cultists He's and the He's too far gone. We just got to kill him. There's no chance in saving him at all. Okay, I don't know if this is going to work. But... Um, Isla's going to smash the stone thing on the ground. Try to break it. With what? Just throw it on the ground. Just eat it. Um, yeah, she doesn't really do weapons. for strength? Yeah, I'd say for strength. Uh... <laughs> That's a natural one. <laughs> God damn it. Um... Okay, so not only do you not smash it on the ground, you actually throw it towards no! Luciano. No! <laughs> it bounces on the ground, lands at his feet, he picks it up, and suddenly he starts glowing a green and purple aura and starts standing no! still. God damn it, Isla. I activated <laughs> double final boss. You activated his trap card. You've activated the charcoal. Okay, he starts glowing. We all gonna die. And he starts walking towards the circle of hearts and tentacles that was on the ground previously. Looks okay. like it's time for us to hit the bricks. Wait, wait, wait. So I, I'm gonna, can I have used that as my bonus action since all I did was throw the fucking thing on the ground? Sure, but he's still going to start walking towards it. And I'm going to say he's uh, 30 feet away, and he moves 10 feet per character turn. All right, I'm using Dispel Magic on anything. Um, what? It has a range of 120 feet, so... Well, that's like how far you can cast this spell. Are you just like casting it on the area or casting I'm it casting on him? I'm casting it on him. Because he's obviously being influenced by this stone shit right now. Right? Like. Sure. Right? Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, each spell of. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can deactivate, like, a spell that's a, on a person with that. Yeah. I think I just do it. Yeah. So, like, the way it technically works is if you cast a spell magic at third level, which is the highest level spell slot you have available. Well, if I have fourth, spell... but I'm not using fourth. I'm using a third. Oh, I thought you used your fourth spell slot. That's what I, I, mean. I did, yeah. Okay, that's what I mean. So, like, if the spell or whatever magic effect is affecting him is higher than third level, she has to roll a d20 and add her wisdom modifier, and basically, if it's... The, the spell level correlates to every... Like, on a first level spell is, like, an 11, etc., depending on what's affecting him. Okay, so roll a d20 and see what you get. Plus my wisdom? Mm -hmm. Uh, That'll be 12. 
Okay, so you cast a spell magic, and he stops in his track for a little bit, and he starts looking around, very confused. He doesn't say anything, but his eyes are a little bit more of normal coloration. Um, and so, yeah. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay, so he's just standing in place now, looking a little bit confused, holding the orb in both of his arms, in both of his hands. Okay. So, um, it would be his turn next, but since you cast that, the spell is like... No, 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 it was, he was right before me. Oh, right, you're Isla, not Ella. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now it's Gargoyle's turn. What do you do? He's standing still. Uh, all right, I'm going to go up and uh, start beating him to a pulp, hopefully doing non-lethal damage, so I knock him out instead of kill him, so we can at least question him to get some closure on this campaign. <laughs> uh, once I find my D20... Okay, there it is. <sighs> a one. Um... <laughs> You gotta start rolling different dice. I don't think I, that dice likes you. I, I think you're right. So Gargle momentarily forgets how to punch and <laughs> totally just whiffs him. In fact, he just kind of hugs him briefly and then steps back. <laughs> All right. I'm this does not help Luciano's confusion, but it seems like the purple mass that's coming from his veins starts creeping back up towards his eyes. All right, I'm gonna use my second attack to punch him. Okay. Take the fucking thing from his hands. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use it for a bonus action. Okay. All right, that is a non-natural 20. Um, okay, so that hits. That's just four damage plus um, branding smite, um, which is... Oh, All right, that's uh, 16. Wow, okay. Non-lethal damage. <laughs> is he still up? He is, but he... That... that punch really rocked him so he like stumbles back on his feet but unfortunately the dispel magic uh spell has now worn off and he is now aggressive again and he's walking towards the portal right, as a bonus action i would like to um is he blinded deafened paralyzed or poisoned uh no okay in that case i'm gonna try and rip this thing out of his hands okay roll for strength I was about to curse you, but then I realized I'm no longer the 400-year-old gnome, so I can <laughs> do that. All right. That is a non-natural 20. Okay. You actually succeed. You pour it <laughs> from his hands, but you take 1d4 psychic damage because now you're holding the orb. Great. All right, guys. You're doing real well. Oh, my goodness. This is really bad. Okay. So now it's Ella's turn. Okay. So how does... um. What's his name look? Luciano. He's looking real bad. Does does he look like he's still in the thrall of the magic shit? He's still in the thrall of the magic shit. Okay. So it is magic shit. Then I'm going to attack him with my short sword. Okay. Don't kill him! That's a non-natural 20. Um, That hits. And he's still in melee with my allies. And on the off chance this rolls slightly better, I'm going to use my savage attack to reroll this damage die and take the better one. So that was a five. That's a 21 damage. Okay. Um, you totally behead him. He's dead oh upon death. Wait, wait, okay, wait, wait. I don't want to, like, behead him. I just want to stab him, and then as soon as he goes down, like, apply medicine to the wound in case I can, like, bring him back um, to just stabilize. So you don't damage him beyond his total HP, so he's dead. So I will, like, you, I'll, make, I'll let you make, let's see, three medicine saving throws. Um, that okay. Well, in fact, it fell off, so it doesn't count. It was a natural twenty before it fell off, but that doesn't count. That's not bad. Um, 
Okay, so I have a 13. That's a natural 20. And then... Uh, so 13, a 17, and a natural 20. And I don't have a medicine modifier, so that's it. Okay. Um, so you managed to not kill him, although the green and purple like slime is still in his wounds, but he's no longer aggressive and he can't move. Ooh, I Just can like how I like him. I can help. Right, are we no longer in combat then? You are no longer in combat. All right, I'm going to run up to him, and, and I'm going to use... Uh, <laughs> and they, Okay, so... Protection. Lesser. So would lesser restoration, lesser restoration help at all? Um, it would help him regain some of his health points. It wouldn't reverse the magic okay. and psychic damage. In that case, I'm going to use lay on hands. I'm going to lay on hands his ass. And that would be, I mean, which would be five HP to um, dispel. One second. Let me just read the description here. Actions lay on hands is. Um, I used five of my HP. I had ten left to either cure a disease or neutralize a poison, and I'm sure this is one of those, right? Um, you're using laying on hands. Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna give him five HP back. So now he's not on the brink of death. Um, but instead of curing his affliction all the way, when you lay your hands on him, you feel another heartbeat within him. I don't think I have anything for that. I'm a paladin, not a priest. Can is anyone here a cleric? You know the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a cleric, but I do want to smush and shatter the weird Cthulhu head sculpture tentacle thing that if she fails, Gargle had in his hands. Um, I want to smash it against the ground. Okay, roll for strength. Just regular strength, straight strength. Um, you can add your modifier to it. Uh, that's a 19 for strength. Okay. You do not break the orb, but you do crack it. It's a hairline crack down the middle of his face. And you notice that the atmosphere in the room gets a lot lighter, and um, Luciano stops struggling quite as hard, and his coloration starts to return back to normal, but he's not completely healed. Isla, do you want to take a crack at it? Uh, do you want me to again? I don't know how strong you are. I have a zero plus on strength. Um, but if I flame it, maybe it'll crack it open. Yeah, she fl- can she flame it and I stab it. Um, it is made out of stone, so I'm gonna say the flame damage is gonna be ineffective to it. I well, smash I it again, it up, if I heat it up and then as it gets really really hot, she stabs through the crack. Um. You're both going to have to roll for it. That's not very good. <laughs> yeah, that's not very good. Like I mean, seven. plus my spell is nine, but... I have a seven. Can we try smashing it again? Um, sure. You try smash it, and then I'm going to try smash I'm, uh, it again. Hold up. Let me... I got some divine smites here. Uh, this yeah, might help. Yeah, do that. I'm like out of all my spells. I got, I'm going to hit it with my... Well, first of all, if we're no longer in combat, I'm also going to cast Divine divine Favor, which adds an extra D4. Um, and I'm going to use Branding Smite on the orb specifically, which is 2D6. How many fucking spell slots do you have? I am now out, <laughs> in case you guys were wondering. That's every last spell I have. Um, yeah, I've got like one. So I've do got you have like to roll to hit a stationary object, Rob? 
Um, not to hit it, but I'm gonna have to have you like, wait, what are you doing it again to I'm it? I'm trying to, I'm gonna hit it with all of my added paladin greatsword <laughs> modifiers. Sure, all fuck right. it. All right, cool. Just send it. So, uh, plus two, six, a d4, and a d8. Uh, and this is, uh, oh, actually, no, I don't use the, I can't use another plus one because I don't have my greatsword. I'm punching it. I can re-roll this uh, nat one damage roll on the D4. Okay. That is 18 damage. Okay. So when you hit with your greatsword, it cracks in half. So you destroy it. Oh. Um, however, you are knocked back 20 feet towards the entrance to the room. And out of it is it comes out a purple mist that floods the room immediately. And out of the center of the orb comes a purple smoke apparition of what you can only assume is the great old god that they were worshipping. He is 30 feet the tentacles, huge ripped arms, an open rib cage, and hoof feet. I want to stab the smoke monster. Hold on. I have one HP. He's missed. And also I hit it with my I stabbed the smoke. If it were my greatsword, that thing would have been Hold in the on. 30s. I still don't have my greatsword. Okay, so Gargle and uh, Ella try to attack it. Both your attacks go straight through because he's made out of mist. And also you start coughing and you can smell the faint smell of rot coming from the mist. I told you to hold on. I don't regret trying to stab the smoke. It's smoke. I don't regret trying to stab it. Of course you're not going to stab it. The smoke. Lu Luciano regains consciousness for a minute until he sees the monster, at which, at which point he coughs and goes, <coughs> flee, and then passes out again. Okay. Well, should we carry this guy out with us? Yeah, I'm going to pick him up and I'm going to run. I can't believe I'm actually running, but I have one HP and my greatsword is stuck in a rock, so I'm going to run. Yeah. <laughs> that's, um, okay. that's where I'm at right now. I I'm looking at my inventory, right? Okay. Looking at my equipment, things sure. that I have, the things I own. And I have a flask of oil, and I also have a tinderbox. So, and I have some holy water. Ooh! So what I'd like to do, what I would like to do as we're leaving is flash the holy water, the flask of holy water I have at this dude. And if nothing happens, I would like to leave a trail of oil and light it with the tinderbox so it lights on fire so there's fire in the room where all the smoke is. As after I wait for my compatriots to leave and then to leave and then light the fire. I want to wait to see if it talks. Um, the old god is talking, but in a language that is so like celestially powerful and uncomprehensible that it actually hurts your ears to hear it. I'm not going to do damage to you guys because at this point it's kind of a moot point. Um, but you can't understand what it's saying um, when Ella throws the holy water at it. It stops speaking for a second and recoils, but quickly regains. The mist uh, comes That's back to flood the all room. the holy water I had, guys. Sorry about that. All right. Um, I want to try and set it Aisle's on fire gone. with the oil. I mean, there is a way out of it. I just don't know that like fighting this thing is going to really help you at this point. Is there anything I can do with my climbing pittance? <laughs> No. All the walls are still the green glass and the slime, so trying to climb the walls would be a very bad idea. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Can I turn this unholy? Um, I mean, it... Wait. Uh, I mean, I feel like it already is unholy. Yeah, I feel like this thing... Well, this is the unholy. I can turn it. I can turn it. I can make it into a good god, right? 
Uh, its god powers are way stronger than your. It's got to pass a DC 16. So what's it got plus to wisdom, man? So wait, are you telling me there's a whole? <laughs> are you telling me there's a whole ass smoke god in this room? Like an actual god god? Like yeah, that's what he said. A whole ass smoke god, and that's why Isla is like out of the fucking room. That's it. Fine, I'll fucking book it too. I'm good. I'm not gonna carry Luciana. If one of you guys wants to carry Luciana, that's fine. Well, Gargle said he had him. That's it. You know what? I'm gonna toss Luciano to. Uh, I'm gonna toss Luciano to who? Who can carry him? Who, which one of you guys is stronger? Not me. All right. I'm gonna toss Luciano to Ella over there, and I'm you, just gonna. You are the strongest person in this party, and I just said I was not carrying him. It's all right. One of you guys is gonna carry him because I'm gonna go down fighting. I'm gonna make sure you guys can escape. I'm. I'm done with this motherfucker. We've killed him like four times. That's it. I'm going to channel all I, my divine energy. No, 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 no. That's I, it. I come back and I drag no, Gargle I'm not, out by you, the collar okay, it's with Luciano Gargle. in tow. That's what I said. You said Dartle. And I, I said Gargle. All right, you better contest the strength check. Right, I'm pretty fine. sure she said Gargle. Roll, bitch. <laughs> uh, that's a 17. I wait, also I wanna, got a 17. Wait, hold on. Fuck. I want to roll two. I want to be a part of it. <laughs> I didn't roll very well, but All I right, roll really again. Roll I, we both got that. 17. Hey, I rolled a 17. I got 16. Fuck! You too? I got a 6. <laughs> All right. She tries to you pull get... him and she says, Come the fuck on. We gotta go. 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 I'm sick of him. All right. I'm done. Yes, I'm so let's get the fuck out of here. Listen to me. I'm not a paladin. I'm not a good guy. I've earned nothing. I'm not known for devotion. I've lied about the whole thing. Give me this chance to do one good thing for the rest of my life, please. As soon as Isla tells them to all go, I start running out. <laughs> So Isla right, well, and Ella I, start running out. No, 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 no. I say, I don't care who the fuck you are. You're on my team. We're going to go. You're not going to die today. We're going to get out of here together. The god is now fully formed and is walking towards your party of bickerers. All right, fine. But I'm going to shoot them on the way out. <laughs> I'm going to run to the end of the cave and unload the holiest crossbow possible. Can I borrow some holy water, <laughs> Ella. She, she threw all of it. She all right. Yeah, I don't have any holy I'm gonna water. Take out my holy water because I'm the paladin. I'm gonna put holy water on the crossbow and beat uh, it with all my holy energy. Is holy water listed in your equipment? It is now, I and mean, I'm gonna draw a cartoony <laughs> middle finger on the crossbow. I'll, I'll allow I'm it. I'm gonna shoot it, and then I'm gonna run. Okay, you shoot the crossbow bolt. I'm not gonna roll for this because it's huge. Um, you shoot it right into his chest. Um, you can see that the holy water does some like light damage, like light starts spreading through in the mist, but it is over uh, ultimately overpowered by the purple mist. So he stops in his tracks for a second and then keeps advancing at a slow pace towards okay. you. I guess we're running. Yeah, we're running out <laughs> with Luciano. And I'm hand I'm holding Luciano and, in, and, uh, on my shoulder. Okay, so you run back up the corridor, back into the main level where you entered. You're now in the parlor room. Uh, do you run back out? Do you do anything else in here? I run back out. <laughs> Yeah, okay, we, out. I, we run all the way out. So you run uh, into the corridor um, that previously led to the parlor. Uh, the smoke is filling in around you, and now you're at the edge of the cave. You notice that the back wall of the cave has the same sigils that the two doors had in the middle of the parlor room, and there is no portal there. But it has the same sigils as the doors that you had to enter. <laughs> okay. You gotta be fucking kidding me. I'm sure there's a way out. We have to sacrifice like they have to sacrifice you... someone to get it to work. Is that what happened? I don't remember. It was a while back. They used some guy's heart to get through. Do we need the whole heart or just a little bit of blood? 
for the record, you guys just took the blood of the dead cultists and spirit on the wall, and it worked. Okay, so I'm gonna find Luciano. I mean, not find him. He's being carried. I'm just gonna take a little bit of Luciano's blood. I'm gonna take one of my daggers, just like a little, a little cut, a little cut on the palm. Smear some of his blood on there. I don't want to cut myself because I'm obviously very integral to the party's success. Um, <laughs> the blood seems to have some effect on the door, but since you took so little, it only flickers briefly and then flickers out again. Okay, well, I, I cut a little bit deeper and I shove his palm onto the door. Okay, that opens it. Now the door is open. <laughs> Luciano is on his deathbed with two well, HP. he'd been on his deathbed. Yeah, hey, I'm, oh, listen, I'm even more on my deathbed with one HP. I so also okay, have one HP, the, the, exactly. Shh. The we portal is open. What do you do? The same amount. We go, we go the we fuck through, through it. the fucking portal. What else are we okay. going to do? We're going Yeet. home. We're eating through, <laughs> through the portal. We're going home to the place where we belong. You where go through the portal. It closes behind you. Only some of the purple mist leaks out. You are now out of danger. Congratulations. You did not retrieve the orb. And Luciano dies once he goes to the portal, finally succumbing to his wounds. Wait, he dies? I can't even try and save him? He's he's beyond repair. The the curse and the damage, the physical damage you guys did to him were too much. Even the healing powers that you use upon him to resurrect him were too much to go through like planes. So Asa's pretty upset. Can we get F's in the chat, please? F's in the chat for Luciano. You know? <laughs> also, I'm gonna can, I'm gonna go bury him in like the quietest like hill possible. I need an oak tree. Um, I'll get some taps playing or secretly. The song from Kung Fu Panda when Master Uguay dies, either one. <laughs> Secretly, Isla blames everyone else for Luciano dying, but she won't say it. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I was going to say Ella. She didn't say like, it out loud, so you don't know anything. <laughs> okay, well, fine. Secretly, Ella is like, well, I'm glad Luciano died instead of two of my closest friends who I'm in a group with because he was a fucking traitor and also mind-wiped, and he was probably long dead beforehand because he was already controlled by the weird goo stuff. So, Ella wipes her slate clean of all of this conscious okay. stuff. Gargoyle blames himself and has serious survivor's guilt and starts walking off into the sunset. Okay, so the three companions walk off in their separate ways. Presumably, some of them return to the guild. Um, wait, do any of you return to the guild? Yeah, yeah, we all go back to the guild. That's you guys where all, all go to the guild. Is. That's where all I right. met it. So you all go to the guild and you spend uh, several nights getting healed up and your wounds. Wait, how is the scene members. though? Um, when you get back to the guild, uh, most of the fires in the combat has stopped. All the cultists are dead. There's some, uh, a couple dead guild members, and the rest are being triaged and healed in the infirmary in the guild, um, which is where you guys go and you heal up. Afterwards, you're questioned by Lily and Andy about your events, and you retell all. And that is how Lily writes her book, titled The Legend of, what was it, Twilight Moon. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.